following podcast has been brought to you by German boys and girls, children of all ages. Rabble Mania Show probably brings to you. It is I, one half of your longest reigning tag team champions of the world. The Angel of Death 6XL. Joining me as always to my left. Or to my right, probably. I don't know. Don't really, figure don't it out. <laughs> but it is I, the other half, the longest reigning Rabble Mania tag team champions of all the times. DJ the Great CJ the Great. And yes, as you uh, can see in the visual, we got a guest today. So let's make our Who's way that on. Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I, would you like to introduce yourself, sir, to our fans and, and, and people out there? And, you know, man, it's, that, that, you it, know. it's your boy, Kenneth Stones. <laughs> it's Kenneth Stones, aka Coffee Weaston. What half of the Dirty Hill podcast, man? You know what it is. I am. I'm not a guest. I'm family. You damn right. Oh, that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> that's I'm a family. I'm Miss right? family. <laughs> family. I'm here with damn my right. brothers here, man. We just here to chop it up, man. You know what it is, man. Make sure y'all hit that like and subscribe button too down there, man. Make sure y'all do that, man. Show that love. Make sure y'all share that to all y'all friends and all that, man. And, and your friends' friends too. Your friends' yep. friends. And and today we are the Dirty Banter Club. <laughs> Yo, the Dirty Banter Club. Yeah. Dirty Banter Club. <laughs> let's, let's get that round of applause. Let's get that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The Dirty Banter Club is here to discuss AEW Dynamite <laughs> on the hose. On the hose. Man and his hose. <laughs> All of yeah. the hose. <laughs> AEW Dynamite on the TBS network. But before we do that, we got to talk about some news in professional wrestling. So let's get to it. Let's Let's start with Ethan Page. Mm. Our man, all ego, Ethan Page, has re-upped with AEW. Apparently done in late 2021 via Fightful. He he re-signed his contract. No details on when it ends. But I would imagine it'd be like another two or three years or something like that. But he's here. Which is interesting to me because Andrew Zarian of Mad Men has also said recently that WWE is interested in Ethan Page, which actually tickles me because if they <laughs> really wanted Ethan Page, they had the through line to him before AEW even existed. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they could have been had Ethan Page. Granted, Ethan Page was a different wrestler back in those days. Like he he got in way better shape and all that, but. I mean, he was always a good talker, always. So, I mean, if they really wanted him, they could have had him. I don't know what they what they sat on for so long. They just saw him on AEW one week and was like, "Oh shit, this that's, guy's actually." That's really called not good. having faith in potential. In some, that's that's called not seeing potential in somebody. It's probably right, probably true. And then they saw that's him on TV killing it, and like, "Oh, actually, we want this guy." Yeah, it was like, "Oh, isn't that the same guy that we was asking for?" Yeah, so. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just think um, WWE, they some hypocrites. Yeah. <laughs> they, we talk about it. We make fun of Vince McMahon on they the like, daily. <laughs> yo, w, nah, WWE's like that shorty that like once you get your shit together, 
She like, oh, he is cute. Oh, now I want him back. No, nah, right, right, right. <laughs> no, it don't work that way. Yeah. Tom, Tommy went and got a girl. Tommy went and got a good job. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All of a sudden, Pam over here, like, damn. <laughs> yep, yep, no, Pam, no. Not Pam. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, you ain't got no goddamn. You ain't got no <laughs> I'm still upset they're gonna do that reunion and that man. You're not gonna be there. Oh man. man! Oh man! Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. Man. Yeah. But uh, Tom moving on. <laughs> Thomas Page. Um, Paige Van Zant. She was on the MMA Hour podcast and she mm-hmm. talked about her coming to pro wrestling, her signing her contract, and everything. She mm-hmm. said, speaking of WWE. She had talks with WWE about signing, and you know she was back and forth between them and AEW. But she ultimately decided that AEW was the better option for her. But the main thing being <laughs> that AEW is gonna continue to allow her to fight. Like she's gonna do a bare knuckle fight, in a championship <laughs> fight. And WWE wanted exclusivity, meaning mm. you work for us and only us, pal. But Paige was like, "Nah, I would rather actually fight as well." So. Yeah. It's, like Hager, it's, Hager, Hager got that deal where he can go. Yeah, to it, it, it's always interesting like it. to me, like when WWE offers these people contracts, but they have outside ventures. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's always going to be a barrier to entry for these people because definitely, yeah, if they want to do outside projects, you can't, especially if you're going to sign them as an independent contractor. Like, you can't yeah. do that. <laughs> but that's the dope thing. I, that's the one thing I find dope about AEW is the fact that they let all of the wrestlers do their independent thing still. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, all of, this, all of the AEW wrestlers, some way, somehow, I've seen independently, and they've been signed to AEW. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, yeah, but that makes it better. That makes it dope. But, like, even if you're not getting money here, you could get money somewhere else yeah. with, with somebody else. You still get your money out your, in your pocket. We still get put money in your pocket, regardless of the situation. Because exactly. think about you know it. I mean? Think about it. With WWE, we have all these guys who, they don't consistently put on TV. If yeah. you let them go somewhere else and go train and get better and get you know them get themselves over, if once they come back to WWE, then they're like some stars now, and and, and then it's like now we got time for you, now we got a place for you, now we could do shit with you, and it's like it would benefit them if they actually let them do that because look at AEW, they could do that with a whole bunch of what they, well they let them do whatever the fuck they want to do, then they come back and do do their thing, and then they get over el- everywhere else. And then they become bigger stars. Somebody who's going to be here tonight is doing that. And, and that's FTR, where they, they're the AAA tag champs. And they yeah. walk around AEW with the gold. So they feel special. They feel important. Even though they're not your company's tag champs, the fact that they're still tag champs anywhere else still validates them as top stars. Yeah, but you know how you got the NBA? is like NBA is NBA. That's mm-hmm. like WWE, AEW. You know what I'm saying? NBA. Right. Independent like G League. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? They still good. They still mad dope. Don't get me wrong. They still dunking and they still doing anything they're doing. But sometimes the NBA guys got to come down to the D League, to the G League, to make sure they still good enough. You know what I'm saying? Am I wrong about that? Yeah. Nah, so, like, I feel, I feel like, right. I feel like WWE got to let some of these guys just, like, do their own thing and make a name for themselves. Mm-hmm. Man, you know, that's so I'm not I'm not mad at I'm not mad at Shorty for making that decision. You know, she was smart. It's a smart thing to do. And it's again, it's the literal definition 
of independent contractor. Mm -hmm. You can independently make your own schedule, make your own money as you want to, you know, and you're not, you're not hamstrung by anything. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what I rock with. Um, now, <laughs> Dirty Hills actually posted this. Oh, okay, okay. oh wow! AJ right. Dillon and Kevin Sullivan on Just Steve Harvey. <laughs> no. <laughs> First of all, when did Steve Harvey get a judge show? <laughs> I you know, know what's crazy is mm-hmm. I've 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 been home for the last couple of weeks, and I was like, "Yo, Nick Cannon got a show too." Yeah. So at work, <laughs> at work, you know, I got to push it on the background. Up. Yeah, so I got to push it on the background and shit just to like, you know, so I don't get bored. I'm there for 12 hours. You know, you got to put something on TV. And it's early. I'm watching like, you know, Fresh Prince and Martin and then they start putting like Wilding Out. So I'm watching that. And they put Nick Cannon and I'm like, this man got a show (laughs) since when? (laughs) Uh, Apparently, like, it's like a Wendy Williams style show. Yeah, same thing with Steve Harvey. Yeah, yeah. Steve, But but Steve Harvey was more like Dr. Phil to me. But he liked the new Shaq. He like, you know, like Shaq, Snoop, Shaq, Snoop, yeah. every job. Between Shaq, Snoop, and Steve Harvey, they got all the jobs soaked Snoop. up in Hollywood. <laughs> Snoop is real. Snoop all is real. You, you know Big Cuz. <laughs> Big they Cuz got always all the Hollywood jobs soaked up. <laughs> yeah, he, apparently he's going to be on a on a on on some dope shit with uh, Jada Pinkett where he's going to talk about the whole Tupac thing and everything. Like the show thing, how he got out of that. I want to hear all of that. I want to hear all of that, bro. That's everything I want. And then Jade is going to be the one asking him the questions. So you, you know, it's going to it's going to get real. Yeah. I know we talking about wrestling, but why why do we want to hear Jada's mouth? I was. Gonna I don't want to hear her. I don't care about her. It's <laughs> I hear Jada. She gonna be talking about Tupac. I'm like, why are you doing this? The world, man. Tev, you feel <laughs> Poor me? Will. Poor Will. You feel me, Tev? You know Tev, can you feel me? Feel can you feel you. it? I feel you. <laughs> I, I, want, I, want to, I want to hear Snoop say some shit, though. I want to hear Snoop say everything that happened with that situation. Yo, I would rather I want Snoop, him to talk I, about murder was the case. I would, I was, I would rather Snoop go on Vlad. Yeah, he can do it on Vlad. Shit. I, yeah, wish he did, I wish he did it on Vlad, but he didn't do it on Vlad. He did it on Jada. Yeah, drink champs. Why hasn't he been on drink champs? Yeah. <laughs> like that's my favorite that's like my favorite podcast to me right now is Drink Champs anytime Drink I watch Drink Champs it, it, shit is real 50 on, hate, on Drink Champs nah, had me laughing I think I think Noriega is the worst host in the world <laughs> <laughs> why, why you say that alright every time he interviews somebody he makes it about himself he does he does do that <laughs> he, he does, does do that <laughs> He doesn't let the. That's one. That's one. Two. He doesn't never let them really answer the question. They never really get to answer the question really <laughs> round. Yeah, because the guests will say some salacious shit, and then Nori will be like, "Oh, yo, yo, yo," and then everybody yeah. will start going crazy yeah. and shit. And <laughs> like, like, when, like, like when Fifty was talking about who was it? Uh, uh, a <clears throat> in his ass or some shit. Yeah, I don't think he asks. <laughs> I don't think he asks dope enough questions. I don't think he asks his questions that the fans really want to know. But you know I do feel like the, the, the guests themselves make the show. I it's feel like the guests themselves say some shit and then you're like, yeah. yo, that's hilarious. It's the yeah, I do, but I feel like I feel like there's certain things he should ask because of fans want to know. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not like a professional setting podcast. It's like Nori <laughs> drinking and smoking and chopping. It's like it's no, it's like Nori bring calling his friends to fuck over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's. It's Nori just fucking around with his people. Like if I knew a bunch of wrestlers, that was my homeboy. Like, hey man, hey, hey, Triple H, come over, man. I got this podcast. Come over, man. We'll shoot yeah. shit. But tell me, that's not a fun event to like actually watch go. Down. I mean, it's cool, but. I look at it like he's a terrible host, bro. I, bro, I if, if you just chopped it up. Listen, I like that podcast, yeah. but I only watch five times, five, uh, what, five minutes of Islam? That's it. <laughs> I be watching the whole <laughs> shit. I be getting man enthralled with all these stories. I fast forward Noriega every time he starts to talk. He just like, yo, yo, this Noriega motherfucker, get this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to listen to this man tell the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, feel, I feel I feel the clash in, in ideologies. I feel you. Mm-hmm. But uh moving on, the AEW awards came out. They did uh their their AEW award show. Oh wow. They announced all their awards um for 2021. So y'all want to go through these real quick? Go ahead, go ahead. Our wrestler of the year was Kenny Omega, the belt collector, the cleaner. Yeah, he okay. He deserves it. Yeah, he was he was killed it killed it this last year. Uh, the breakout female, Jade Cargill. Duh, <laughs> duh. She the one. Yeah, I think Thunder Rosa should have got it. That would also be a good pick, and I think she was nominated. She's valid. She's valid. I guess you know since before the awards were decided, I guess Jade had a belt and Rosa didn't, but now Rosa does. Ah. So, uh. I think Thunder Rosa has a crowd more, but that's, that's yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Like, she's the she's the top face for sure. She's a beast, bro. She that entrance that she had last week was amazing. That she was great. Uh, <laughs> breakout male, Sammy Guevara. Okay, uh, makes who? sense. Sammy Guevara. I don't, I don't, I don't agree. Oh, you don't? Who would you who would you pick then? Probably Hook. Hook. He was nominated. Hook. Hook would have been my guy too. Only reason, only reason I would have gave it the hook is because, like, let's be honest, from his first time coming out, he had the crowd in the palm of his hands. True, true, true. And I mean, Sammy just considering Sammy see, Guevara, Sammy Guevara kind of went through loops to get the crowd in his hands. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. If they said, um, if he's coming up, right, that means he had to have been low at first. So I understand why if they're talking about like the guy who just basically came up. This year. All right. I, I would say Sammy because Sammy won the title a shit ton of times. He 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 up, but I'm not going to talk about the relationship. <clears throat> but we still, but we still, be, you know, but honestly, <laughs> but honestly, yeah. we, honestly, you can still give it to Darby Allen. That that guy too. That's another guy that I would because you got to think about it, because they didn't do this last year. They didn't do it their first year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if we want to, if we want to go by first years, you give it to Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in fairness, I think Darby is, I think he's well past breakout. Like he's fully mm-hmm. established star. Yeah, yeah, he is. So, yeah. All right, I, I get what you're saying though. You're right. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it, to 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 the hook point though, I I would go with hook just because if in terms of the last year, like hook exploded, like when True. he did yeah. you and he went from there, he took off. Like Sammy, he's a day one guy, so you know. Like you said, Kofi, he was working his way up. He had his ups and downs. But Hook, once Hook actually got in the ring, boom! Yeah, it was it was over. Yeah. It was it was a splash. Everybody yeah. loved it. So yeah. like that's the only why I would agree to disagree with that one. Way up. Yeah, I could take that point. Uh, best high flyer, Dante Martin. 
How are you? Yes. How are you? <laughs> it's either him or Ray Phoenix. <laughs> oh, how are you? <laughs> that's why. That's why I won't give it to him. I can't give it to Dante Martin over no Ray Phoenix. I cannot. I cannot. We got be honest. high flyers in AEW. No, let's be, be, no, let's be honest about this. I'm not saying Dante Martin doesn't deserve it, but who has done more daredevil shit in AEW when it comes to high flying than Ray Phoenix? I've said this. Every week, Ray Phoenix does something that makes me go, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Every I, week. I hope next year that, I'm just that's saying, Jeff Hardy. I hope, that, I hope next year that's Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy? I hope next year is Jeff Hardy, hopefully. If he hey, gets man. to that point, I mean, he started the year off with, I mean, he started his year off with a bang. Listen, listen, <laughs> if Jeff Hardy gets it next year, I'm fucking six midgets. <laughs> That's it. Right, that. so, so you gonna call me when you got them six midgets ready, and I'm gonna go put up in the camera. <laughs> That's it. That's it. There you go. <laughs> And we, uh, we we gonna take that shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we gonna talk about that, that. That's some Jimmy Smack shit. If you remember Jimmy Smacks, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Jimmy Smacks will fuck anything, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm convinced. <laughs> all too well of a reminder. Um, <laughs> best microphone duel: CM Punk and MJF on definitely. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna pick anyone they did. Yeah, Punk and MJF. All day. <laughs> the no name drop because they had the name drops. He called them uh what he called them uh uh low level uh I can't remember what, what, oh, what the, the, um, a bootleg Miz basically yeah the bootleg, a bootleg Miz, Miz. yeah yeah oh that's yeah. a fight I ain't gonna front that was probably the best promo mm -hmm. between both of those guys just cutting that shit that shit was fire not gonna lie. Fire. I like, with, with, with me, it's, it's the, all the little like, all the little callbacks that they do where they start using yeah. each other's lines back and forth. Like, I got you. <laughs> and I thought, yeah. like, I thought with all the hype going, because like when Punk first came to the company, mm -hmm. like I one of the first things people was like, "Yo, when he gets the MJF, it's gonna be crazy." And then he finally got the MJF, and it delivered to everybody's expectations mm -hmm. and well beyond, yeah. for sure. I'm gonna be honest. I wasn't hype about it at first because I, I like MJF, but I was—I'm not a big CM Punk fan. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, I at first I wasn't hype, but then once they started cutting the promos and shit, and I was like, all right, this—they got something here. I'm not gonna lie. That—that's strange to me because everybody, well, everybody in this squad over here, we're big into CM Punk. So <laughs> I want to—I want to hear your your reasoning to why. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you know, I wasn't always into wrestling. There. So like I was into wrestling around I think I stopped watching wrestling around Ruthless Ruthless Aggression era. That's right around that I I stopped watching because I I grew up and had a grown shit to do, had kids and a whole bunch of shit. I was having I started kids rapping, like, so I got busy well, with shit. I had a kid early. <laughs> yeah. I had a kid at oh, 18. Early. So oh yeah. damn, you was a baby yourself. Yeah, wrestling stops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, but I started watching. I started watching back when the Shield came, mm. when the Shield broke up. The night the Shield broke up was the night I started back watching it. I started watching it because of this man right here, because I stopped for a long time too. I, I was, I was burnt out. I didn't like the product anymore. Like, 
I, I had wrestled for a while. And, and then at that point, too, I was like kind of like discouraged with that, how the way that was going. And then mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I got to do something else. Like this wrestling thing, I, I can't, it's probably not going to be something that I get. So I got to start working with my other talents. And I was like, I got to do music. And I did music for a long time. And music kept me like in check. Music made me stop doing all the stupid shit that I was doing in the street and start focusing on, all right, well, we got to make money with, with these talents because, yeah, we can become rich but the doing the shit that I was doing. But you know, you're going to get yourself into some trouble yeah. at a certain point in time in life, and it's not going to be good for you. So I was thinking, like, yo, if I could get this music thing to go, then I ain't got to do all that dumb shit no more. And, you know, if it wasn't for music, and then he got me back into wrestling, because that was around the the pipe bomb, you know, situation. He told me, oh, like, wow. did you watch Raw? And I said, nah, but I got it on demand. I'll, I'll, I'll put it right now. And he was like, go ahead. And I watched it and I saw CM Punk cut that promo. And that he got me back into wrestling, which is why I love Punk so much. That's fire. Uh, that said, they were good brothers. Tev is like my good brother then. Uh, <laughs> because I would just watch battle rap all day. Yep. It was battle rap. Battle Him too. Rap, battle rap. Him too. He he was so I was I was like, I was more into like the the creative side. So I was over here learning how to produce and how to engineer and how to do all this other shit so I can get, I wanted to do everything. I wanted to be hands-on with everything. And then him, he was more into the battle rap. So he was showing me all sorts of shit like that. I've always been the wordsmith. So battle rap is my bag. So yeah. Oh, I love it. Tev, me and you got to holler at each other. We got to go. go. But yeah, that's what it was. It was I, I was a big battle rap fan. I love battle rap. Uh, good brother will come to my house all the time, or I will go to his house. Like, yo, put the battle, put the battle on. And then yeah. it got to the point where I will go to his house on Mondays, and he was always watching Monday Night Raw. And then uh, the show broke up, and I didn't really know what was going on. I just I saw Triple H, they were in the all in, and then when the show broke up, I was you know I was talking the whole time, asking what's going on, and that was the night I I really got back into it. You know, mm. you know what I mean. I don't mean to digress. I am digressing. No, no, no. That was the one. That was it's all good. It's all love. That was the one where Evolution also broke up, right? (laughs) No, no. It was the night of the night the show. uh, Seth Rollins hit. They're always a plan B. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah, yo, what's crazy? But somebody left. Somebody left Evolution that day, right? Batista did. I think it was Batista left around that point, but I don't know if it was that night. No, no. I was trying to make. Yeah. Whatever's going on, like I can't really tell you anything about ruthless aggression era. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> and and to be fair, that's when punk came up, really. Because when he yeah, I, that's why I'm not yeah. a big CM. That, and that goes back to the, the whole thing why I'm not yeah, a real yeah. CM, CM punk because I wasn't I wasn't able to see him fight. I wasn't able to, uh, you know, really catch the promos yeah. and everything until later on. You know what I'm saying? You know so, too, like, what I'm, happened to me? I also I also. I saw him in uh in, in like the indies like Ring of Honor and all that kind of stuff. So I, I, I got to see like baby punk. I got to see that era of punk that he was fired. So I was like, yo, this guy's good. I can't wait for him to come to like I thought he was gonna go to impact for sure. I thought he was gonna be in TNA for life after that. But he ended up coming to the E and I was like, oh, that's good for him. And I was happy about that, but I didn't really pay attention to him in the E because again. That's when I was too busy doing music and learning how to do all this other shit. So 
I wasn't really focused on on wrestling at the time. I didn't really care as much anymore. No, that's yeah, true. Mm-hmm. That indie, that independent wrestling era, that mid two thousands era. That's my heart. That's yeah. that's when I really got into independent wrestling. Mm. That's, that's that's when I got my first job. I was going let, to fucking. Let me ask. Can I ask you a question? I don't mean to digress. Go ahead. Go ahead. See, I say I was watching independent wrestling since then. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's crazy <laughs> because, like I said, I didn't find out about all of these guys being independent like the Kevin Owens and the Daniel Bryans and the CM Punks and the, and the Adam Cole. I didn't know all these guys was independent until I started hanging with Good Brother. Wow. I didn't know. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know nothing until I started hanging with the Good Brother and then like he would tell me about this person goes here and that person goes there. I'm, I was lost. They all yeah. from that era too, like everybody's legend. Yeah. And, they, and they all from that era, like. And I'm glad that I want to shout out him. I'm glad I got a partner like him though, because like, I didn't. I that's a big void that I miss. I didn't watch the TNA, the Impact era. Yeah. Um, I watch all that on YouTube. Actually, yeah. I watch. I go back and have to watch all that because I'm not in tune with that era. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like the attitude era and, and the whole black and white era and the WCW, WCW era, that's me. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I watched it. I watched it. I watched wrestling until Stone Cold and The Rock went off the television. With me, I watched it like about, I would like to say maybe like, I think it was like 07, 08 is when I was like, I'm not watching this shit anymore. I'm too busy with life. And then it I was... Just thought it was- <clears throat> Yeah. Oh seven, you too. Yeah, oh seven. I dipped out because I, I think at same. that point, same. I was just it, it, was, it was a couple things. Like I was, I wasn't feeling the product that much. Like that was like Pete John. Yeah, me Cena, too. Me too. I was. Okay. I was over okay. It. Yeah. Pete John Cena. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Then, I was just about to ask y'all who is who is like the who is the, who is the man around that time. Oh seven. Like seven Cena. John Cena. <laughs> yeah. When I stopped okay. when I stopped watching it was yeah. But I wasn't really watching WWE that much anymore at, at like oh seven. I would get would the y'all... games and shit. Would y'all but still watch like, Impact though? Would y'all still watch Impact? TNA? TNA was yeah. what I was watching, but I stopped watching TNA at the same time, like around on seven yeah. or eight. Like I, because at that time, like it, it started to get a little harder to find mm-hmm. everything I wanted to find in terms of independent wrestling because that it was always that you would have to go buy DVDs, and if they ain't have the DVDs, you yeah, are searching. Now, on the you internet. know, you know how I got on it because of Ivan. I my, we had this we, we had this uh, friend named Ivan. He was really big into computers and shit. Yeah. So he used to always be on the internet, and I would go to his house to print out like the the formulas. Oh, the nah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the back in the day, you used to have to print out formula for creative wrestlers. Yeah. So I, I would go to his crib to do that, and one day I was doing that, and he's like, "Yo, you should watch this, this like indie stuff. Like they're pretty decent." And I was like, "All right." At the time, I was already watching. This was like like two thousand, like early two thousands. So at the time, I was. <clears throat> At the time, I was like mostly watching like WWE. I would watch some of the, you know, well, WWF at the time. I would watch some of that. And then I would watch some of the stuff that would come on like public access and shit. So, like, maybe like 2002, 2003, I would watch fucking Santana back in the day. He was suicide on XWF or AW. <laughs> or, or it, it, there were so many little like bootleg backyard companies that I would watch on my TV on MNN. Cause they had that that free cable kind of situation. And that's when I first saw all those guys who are now wrestling on TV, and I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I saw Eddie and, King singing when I was growing up too, but I saw him on, on the internet, on, on the independent scene and shit. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, I had all those guys. And then like 07 came around. I'm aside. It was hard to find. Tired of Cena. Then, then Benoit happened. And that's when I was out. I was like, yo, this yeah. shit is getting... I think wow. Because yeah. <laughs> it was already like... We have been, what, like a year and a half removed from Eddie dying? Yeah, Eddie and was sad. then you sad. come back and then that. Benoit dies and then you hear how Benoit died and it's like, what the fuck, bro? So then I think I was just done for a while. And then I think like a year later, I heard Jericho was back. And I always loved Jericho. Yeah. I came back to Jericho and I, and I ended up going to the um 2008 Rumble. And that's when I wow. was back in. Ric Flair is teaming with Mike Tyson. Okay. So we Tyson right. 2.0. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Company. They have acquired a majority stake in Ric Flair Drip Inc. Hilarious As, that that's the name of his company, Ric Flair Drip Inc. But yeah. I, I'm just glad that he's not talking anymore. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up and sell weed, Rick. That's that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm cool with that. I love you, I hope, Rick. I hope, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I hope they put his face on a pack like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a fucking woo pack or whatever. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Do it. I've, been, I've been waiting for that woo pack in a while anyway. We probably going to have the bags in the in, in our store pretty soon. <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't need that. <laughs> we got the bags. I just got to go buy the weed. We will be there. You go buy it in bulk, and we got the bags for you. Don't worry. We'll service you. <laughs> it's crazy I went from selling weed illegally to selling weed legally. <laughs> the, world, the, world, the, world. the world changes, right? Yep. yep. Um, and now let's talk about the rating for Dynamite. They did one million viewers and a four-one in the key demographic, which is third on cable behind two NBA games. Mm. Lakers were number one on cable, despite being asked. So I guess watching Braun chase Kareem is the dream now. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. But third on cable, 4-1 in the key demo, their highest since February, I think, and early February. And, you know, bounce back from last week, a good number. Anytime you finish at, le- at the very least behind the NBA, network is happy with that. So mm. good number for them, especially coming off the, the big St. Patrick show and all that. Solid stuff. Good shit, pal. Good shit, pal. And now it's about time for the dynamite. Oh shit! You ready? Go like this. There uh, we go. I guess it's time for us to light the fuse and bring the boom. Boom. And ooh, let's banter. AW Dynamite from Austin, Texas. We open oh, up. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, son. I'm not on this show. I'm on the other one, but we're going to do this. <laughs> we're in a place named after me, right? That's right, son. All right. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to whoop some ass. <laughs> <laughs> we open up with CM Punk versus Dax Harwood. That's a good son, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we got the return of CM Longboys. He got the long tights for this. Yes, sir. Which I like, especially after the legendary return of basketball short CM Punk. That shit was God. <laughs> that shit yeah. was God. I want him to stay in the basketball shorts. I'm not even gonna hold you. Uh, that shit took me back. I kind of dig the basketball shorts too. I love that shit. Out of everything <laughs> he's ever worn, the basketball shorts to me just feel real. I feel like that's the real CM Punk. Yeah, that's that's the CM Punk we grew up on. 
But uh, yeah, Punk and Dax, you know, these are two of the more outspoken. Bret Hart is the fucking greatest to ever live guys in the business. So going into this, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be the Bret Hart match. That's two Bret Hart guys. Yeah, Five star. It was definitely a five-star match, yo. On my behalf, yo, when I turned it on, it was a five-star match. I was like, yo, I'm not too much for the grappling and the, and the, and the grounding and pounding. But when you got two two guys like that, you see Punk try to go to the to the rope twice. They did the uh, the, the super suplex. I love to see that shit. Super suplex from the top, top. Not the second rope, the top, top. Yeah, top you know rope. Yeah, so I thought that was a fire, fire, fire match. Made sense. We'll get to it, Tev. Tell us what happened. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, they're going. Dax, he, he, he's working over Punk. And then he looks over at the ass boys in the crowd. He sees Colton <laughs> and Austin. <laughs> and then they're drawing at him. They're talking shit. Uh, but then Punk tries to come back. Dax cuts him off, goes up top for the headbutt. And like it usually does when FTR tries to flip instead of fist, it backfires. Mm-hmm. So they do a strike exchange. Punk wins out, puts Dax down. He goes up top. Dax cuts him off with some chops, hits him with that big superplex. And then he follows with the diving headbutt, and he hits it this time. That gets in there fall, though. He takes him over to the ropes, does a suplex to the outside. I love that suplex spot to the outside. Yeah. They go over the top ropes and then just collapse to the floor. That should look so dirty. But I think it's it looks dangerous as hell. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like somebody was going to die in that. Or at least after seeing Biggie land on his head, everything to me is somebody's going to land on the head. So, yeah. <laughs> so somebody's back to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit, man. <laughs> but uh, Dax takes Punk over to the ropes, does uh, yeah, the suplex. And then that's when Cash comes out. He starts amping his partner up. Like, let's go, Dax. You got this. Then Excalibur, he's like, is he going to interfere in this match? But he does not. Cash never interferes. So Punk locks in the Anaconda device. Dax breaks free, goes for the sharpshooter. But then Punk breaks out of that. And then they get into a small package fight. He starts creating the roll-ups. <laughs> Punk goes for the Shining Wizard and is blocked. Dax hits a slingshot power bomb. That gets a two count. That shit was cool. Uh, and then he finally locks in that sharpshooter. And he's got Punk in it. And it makes complete sense that he would go for the sharpshooter, not just because he loves Brett, but because he's been working on Punk's lower back the whole match. Superplex. You know, the, the knees to the back, everything. So even psychologically, the sharpshooter makes sense in this, which I'm sure made Brett proud. So, you know, they, they counter. He rolls through into the Anaconda device. Dax tries to roll back toward the ropes, but Punk brings him to the middle. Dax taps. Punk wins. Really, really good match. Great match. Yo, shout um, out to Austin, by the way. Steve Austin or Austin, Texas? Austin, Texas. That crowd was okay. live. Yeah. yeah. They were hot. They were mm-hmm. hot. They, were, they loved it. Shout, shout out to the ass boys, too, though, man. Because after the match, they yeah. even exchanged, yeah. they had a little exchange with the ass boys. And they're supposed to be, I think they're supposed to be fighting for the uh, AAA titles. Yeah, I think they're fighting the ass boys next week. Yeah, you know what's funny? Who better than the ass boys, which is actually in Spanish, a very hilarious chant that they like to chant in Mexico. If you ever watch any of the uh, uh Mexican wrestling stuff, I like watching it from time to time. I like watching Lucha, Lucha's my shit. Um, if you ever hear them, they chant this very beautiful chant by the name of Culeros, Culeros, <laughs> which, which, which means uh, ass boys, <laughs> oh, <that's fine. laughs> assholes, yeah. <laughs> Fire. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah. I found it funny. I'm like, oh, the culeros are going for the Mexican belts. <laughs> going for the Mexican belts. <laughs> uh, Punk is gesturing for the belt at the end of this team. He wants, he wants a title. Yeah. So is it time? Is Punk going for that world title? Let's Looks see. like it might be time. Let's see. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad they bl- – oh, go ahead. Um, I'm not a – like I said, I'm not a big CM Punk fan. I'm cool. He goes for the title. I'm cool with it. But uh, my big problem with AEW is they give all of the people that already had shots, shots again. Like, we got so many guys on Dynamite and Dark and, and, and Elevation that you could really put over. But we got CM, we got CM fucking Punk because he could sell some T-shirts. See, I, I feel you, and then at the same time, I, I know why they're doing it, and I get it. I mean, merch is a motherfucker, right? It's not just that. It's, it's you got to think about it. They're starting up as a company, right? Not they got merch. All That's these all guys. They got all these guys. They got all these guys that are a certain age at this point. They gotta let those guys, you know, kind of cycle <clears throat> out and build other guys while while they're rising, and that, that's why they got the TNT title. So that way they can cycle all these old guys out, and then once they cycle them out, then the motherfuckers is already cycled out. They not, they not. Because you, you got to think about it. CM Punk is right now is like probably he was cycled out seven, eight years ago. Nah, he left. He left, which is different. That cycled the fuck he out. Was, nah, he was burnt the fuck out. Vince McMahon did not treat him properly. So the, right here, they're trying to redeem that for him, and, and that's the reason hey, why I'm okay with it. You call it tomatoes, I call it tomatoes. Punk is a guy I view as trying to go out on his own terms. Mm -hmm. I just feel like like he's only here for merch. Only reason why I know know that is because when I went to AW, I bought a fucking CM Punk shirt. <clears throat> there you go. So you know the the the, the money potential that there still is in Punk. Yeah, I mean, the only reason why I bought one is because the other shirt was ugly. Well, to me, to me, it's more. It's it's more. I would have. I would have bought a hook shirt, but it was fucking white and black. Yeah, nah, and then nah. I was like, oh, I'm gonna mess this up nah. tomorrow. Yeah, I don't. I don't fuck with white shirts. Everybody you gotta do that, that hook shirt in black, like. Yeah, they, they don't have any hook shirts in black. That's what kind of pissed me off. So I was like, ah, fuck it. I think Sam they got one in gray now, though, which is I. I might with gray. Yeah, that's better. But yeah. it's a little better. Yeah. I got black my CM Punk shirt, and I only wear my CM Punk shirt like. When I know I'm not gonna do anything that that'll require me getting messy, because I already know that it's gonna get dirty. Oh, and, and, but anyways, point is, point is with me is like I feel like when he's done, done, then you know, then we could be like, all right. But I feel like he still got shit to give, and so does Dan- Brian Danielson, and so does uh, John Moxley, and all these guys who are still. I feel like they still got shit to give, and once I feel like their time is like actually up. It's not because the crowd doesn't agree that the time is up. The crowd is... Listen to the way this crowd went absolutely apeshit when CM Punk came out. Crowd totally with him. You feel me? So it's like, until he's not making money for them anymore, you feel me? They're going to keep him as high as they can because he's top draw right now. It is of course. It is, you know? And business is business at the end of the day. And you and I as businessmen know, we got to keep CM Punk there for a little bit, at least until... One of these other guys can come in and, you know, be that big. You know? Somebody and, and else they, can and sell more merch. Them, so I'm all right with to, it. Yeah. Till somebody else can sell more merch. 
Right yeah. now, I'm looking at the guys they build in Hobbs, Wardlow, uh, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, all these guys. They're, they're capable of being top guys in the top future, so the I'm not going to shit on it. When this match started, I already knew what it was going to be because I know these guys are both Bret Hart guys. So I know this shit was going to be a, a, a classic match. So in my head, I'm over here like, yo, they blessing us like this already? And then the show kept going and I was like, oh, these blessings. <laughs> this first album was blessings on blessings. So let's, let's, yeah. let's move it. Because now we got we got the damn JAS, the Jess. Ah, I hate Jericho appreciates the sight. <laughs> they show a picture of John Silver with Chris Jericho as a kid. Mm-hmm. And, and Jericho's like, ain't, ain't that nice of me, you know, to take this picture with that young John Silver? And tonight, he finally gets to share the ring with his idol. But tonight, Hungy, when we get a hold of you, it ain't going to be pretty. He says they're going to future endeavor Silver and Reynolds, just like wow. they future endeavored. Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz. They ain't never coming back. Now, fucking 2.0 is like, hey, are they behind these curtains? So they look behind the curtains. Whole lot of nothing back here. (laughs) (laughs) And then you notice that they didn't open the curtain all the way up. Somebody must have been back there. (laughs) Yeah, probably somebody back there. Matt Menard probably just saw Eddie Kingston right there. He was like, oh. No, <laughs> <laughs> Close that shit dumb quick. Yeah. And then Hager's like, they ain't never coming back. So get ready, folks. LAX is coming back soon. So let me tell you my opinion right quick on this situation. Remember last week how I said um, Matt Cardona did it better? Yes. CM Punk did it better. Fuck you. So, <laughs> <laughs> am I going to do this every week with the Jazz? Yeah, y'all just going to be repeating everybody else's segment and then expect me not to notice? I mean, see last Punk week. Nah, nah, no, 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 no. Jericho's doing this. No, 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 no. Same. Shit. I don't. For me, I don't. I don't understand it. For me, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. To two for two reasons. I don't understand how you get rid of a gang to join a gang, mm-hmm. and I don't understand how you get out of a gang to join another gang. You ever heard of the Crips and the Bloods? That's how they started. Yeah, I'm I just saying. <laughs> I, for, for me, it's like I don't understand how Chris Jericho gets rid of his group and it starts a whole nother group. Jericho appreciates society. Cool, whatever. But I don't understand how Santana and Ortiz leave the inner circle to join a whole nother group, which I guess you're going to call LAX, blah, blah. I just, I'm not a fan of joining and I'm not a fan of all the factions in AEW, put it like that. I just feel like it's too many factions, too many people joining up, too many teams. There's no one man for themselves. I I feel like that that's what, um, well, you you actually hit on something that I've said before. But, um, like, how do I say this? I understand them having factions and then having certain people spin out of those factions, because that's how the attitude ever started. They had all these factions. And then you got The Rock out of it. You got Triple H out of it. You know, Undertaker was already the shit, but Undertaker became even bigger with a faction. So I understand that. But my shit is like, you got to have one guy that's just for himself. You feel me? And I feel like that's why I love Austin so much, because he was that one guy that he was really about himself. And I feel like they're just missing that one guy that needs to be that guy where everybody else can be in the gang. But this motherfucker run Dolo and he don't give a fuck. He's fighting everybody. You know, and I feel like it is the friends, the friends company, because everybody got a, a friend. But, you know, at the same time, I understand why they're doing it. And I still got to remember that it's still a young company. So I always be like, All right, you know what? I just I leave it alone at this point. But, yeah, I've, I've had the same sentiment as you had. 
Um, I mean, we we talked about it before mm-hmm. with the whole faction deal and how it's 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 TK taken after one of the influences he takes from Japanese wrestling in that most a lot of those companies in Japan are heavily faction based, like New Japan faction based. Dragon Gate is all faction. Yeah, like it's, it's very much faction based, and I think he does that because it makes booking a little bit easier. Where you know. You got th- you got this group of people. This guy's allied with this group of people. That guy's allied with that group of people, and you can weave each and each of those people in and out of different types of storylines and angles and things like that, and keep them doing things that keep it fresh without having you know like these same two dudes fighting every week or something like that. Like faction yeah. simplified booking, and I think in terms of Jericho and the inner circle and everybody moving on, I think the point of that was. The inner circle had outgrown Jericho. Like it was time for them to break off. Like Santana mm-hmm. and Ortiz, people were ready for that. They were ready yeah, for them to yeah. break off. Sammy yeah. had broken out, become a singles mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. So it was time. Like yeah. Hager, he works as Jericho's heavy. So keep him there. That works. But the others have broken out. It's time for them to go. So they they moved them on and mm-hmm. they transitioned another group of guys that could benefit from Jericho's star power right to him. Yep. I mean, I'm going to go back to the sentiment that he said, though, when it comes to the getting coming out of one faction and going into another one. I don't think they're really going to do like LAX. I, I, I hope that it's going to be like a situation where they're going to team up with Eddie Kingston here and there because that's their man's. But it's not like we're a faction where because I want them to be tag champs already. I want them to be fucking. Yeah, I, I want them to go already. You know, like like I said, I grew up watching Santana and Ortiz on on. on on MNN and shit. So <laughs> I want to see them already be those guys. So I, I'm a just, I, I'm again with AEW, I'm a lot more patient than with WWE because I know that with AEW, eventually these things actually, you know, come to fruition. Hangman Page, they were building him forever. Now he's world champion. So, at, you know, there's a lot of these guys that, you know, they started off as guys that we didn't know and now we know them. So, I give them some some flack, and, and and at the same time, I'm gonna be a little more patient because I feel like a lot of wrestling fans right now ain't patient. And when it comes to True. AEW, they they do long term story booking, so everything they do it'll be a year, maybe more. But once you once they're there, you can't say no to that person because they feel so good. Hits. Exactly, exactly. So that's the reason why I be more patient with AEW. Sting, Hell Darby yeah. Allen, yeah. and the Hardys versus the Afo, the Andrade family office, Butcher and the Blade, and Private Party. Mm-hmm. Darby comes out here, and I, I look at his face, and I still feel like he's internally marking out, like, holy fucking shit. Party, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I'm teaming. I'm teaming with Jeff. I, yo, I'm teaming I feel with the Matt. same way. I feel the same <laughs> way. I feel the same way, Tev. I agree with you. Yeah. Like. It, it it really hit for me in this match. Like, for our generation, guys of mm-hmm. our age and maybe a little older, like, the Hardys are this legendary tag team that have been doing this crazy shit that we're about to talk about here mm-hmm. for most of our lives. Like, as a youngster, I, I 10 years old, I was watching Jeff Hardy jump off ladders. I am 31 yeah. years old watching Jeff Hardy jump off shit. <laughs> Uh, and then, like, and then you got like for Darby's generation, who, who's a little younger than us, all their lives, they know nothing but the Hardys doing crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I feel like for the AEW roster, which is a combination of these age groups, 
having the Hardys there working and they got their old music and all that shit, it must be crazy for them. A dream come true. Yeah. I think I, know. I think for them ha- I think for them having the Hardys there, period, is fire because we could really hopefully get a real broken universe. Mm. Another one, a part part three, <laughs> if you want to call it. I guess a, you call it a part three, part one is in Impact, mm-hmm. part two is WWE. Yeah. I guess you call this part three a real version. You know what I'm saying? We get the real Nero. This is because, th- honestly, this is what people have been waiting for, the, the return of Brother Nero, the return of, you know what I'm saying? Um, the gang is back together. The you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know, but I, I feel it to be exciting. The whole match is dope for me. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot. When, when Jeff jumped off that fucking window seal, bro. <laughs> that shit was mad. That, you know that shit was mad indie. But I you love know, it. You know when you, you know when you cringe? You know how you cringe? You're like, no. Mm-hmm. Don't do mm-hmm. I was like, no. I felt like, like you just got here, bro. You know when I cringe? <laughs> you know when I cringe? I cringe when he did one of these on the wall. Because I've been there before when you climb and shit. Yeah, you hold uh, it on like this. <laughs> That's I the just, scary shit in the world, yo. I think it was fire. I think mm-hmm. I think the way AEW does their shit is fire. They really like 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 um six six set, man. Um they're a young company, so they really can't do too much wrong in my eyes, man. You know, I might have gripes here and there, but for the most part, it's it's still gonna be a five. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I, it's, it's a lot. Like I say, like the show's not perfect, but fuck, man, I have fun watching this shit every week. Yeah, that's <laughs> I have it. Fun you have fun watching, watching it. Week. Same. And I, I think that's the most thing that excites me about AEW. Like, I look forward to fucking watching, yes. to watching it. I'm like, yo, they're gonna do something crazier this week. Oh, even if it's not nothing crazier this week, it's like maybe the storyline is something. You know what I'm saying? But I just look, I always look forward to watching AEW. It's fun. It's fun. Uh, <laughs> fucking. So the match starts with Darby diving because Darby Allen. And oh. then <laughs> immediately yep. after Darby dives, Sting dives. Sting dives. So <laughs> let me tell you something. Uh, Wait, we, did you hit Tony? Did you hit Tony Schiavone? Yeah. Yeah. Tony yep. was like, I told Sting no jumper. <laughs> no yeah. more jumping. He don't give a fuck, bro. He don't give a fuck. Sting bro. I said, love Sting. Fuck that. I'm jumping. <laughs> so you don't know this, but here on the show, we have this thing where we believe that Darby Allen has like a death pack, and this motherfucker just trying to go out there and kill himself every week. Oh, yeah, we believe that too. <laughs> <laughs> we believe that. You don't like <laughs> He's trying, he's yeah. trying to die for real. Oh, wait. I mean, his, his, his theme song says, uh, uh, I couldn't sleep because my head's on fire. His name is move is called the name of his nigga move is called the coffin drop. Yeah, coffin drop. <laughs> he really trying to die. <laughs> like him and, him and Jeff are brawling off with Butcher and Blade in the crowd. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh fuck. Here they go. They you going know. upstairs. They looking for you bumps know. to take. Look at these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Father and son and shit. I know yeah. this kid uh uh Pox uh uh, uh Andre. I know he going nuts right now watching Jeff. I'm gonna tell you what pissed me off mm-hmm. Andrade. We, we oh, talk about running? that after. We talk about that after. <laughs> go, go ahead, Tab. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm talking about him coming coming in the match. Yeah, he ran in. Yeah. He ran in on Darby. And then that's when fucking Butcher beat him up and threw him down the fucking stairs. Oh, yep. yo, wait. Yep. How many stairs has he been thrown down? Yo. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> Ethan, Ethan Page threw him down the motherfucking stairs, bro. Yeah. And then he came back. That, that motherfucker don't care about no stairs. Yeah. He hangs out with the jackass dudes, man. I'm just saying, 
Getting thrown by <laughs> yo, I've slipped, I've slipped downstairs by accident and that shit hurt. Tev knows what happened to me the one time I, I yeah. fucking did a swan time bomb off a pair of staircase. Yeah, fuck yeah. that. Just like, <laughs> like slipping and sliding regular, like you know, you do a little slide down the stairs. That shit hurts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what it is though? He young. Yeah. He, he young. young. Yeah. Man, Darby Allen. He younger than us, he, bro. I'm pretty Darby, sure he is. Darby Allen about 130 pounds so go wet, bro. Young ain't got shit to do with it. <laughs> I know if, I fell, if I fell down a flight of steps, I know exactly what happens because it happened to me. My ass will turn complete blood, like super dark purple. And then I'm fucked for like a week or two. I can't walk. Listen, <laughs> I fall down the stairs. You know, Mr. Glass? Oh, oh say less. Say less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forget you are a slim dude, bro. That's shit. Slim with the tilted brim. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um... So yeah, they 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 fight out in the concourse. Jeff does the fucking crazy dive off the windowsill. <laughs> he just got here and he's diving off the fucking windowsills. <laughs> what a, this what is a why dive. I'm saying next year, you're gonna be fucking six <laughs> midges, my brother. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> next year, that man ain't gonna be able to walk. <laughs> We've been saying that about Jeff for like 20 years, though. I don't even know at this point. Like- <laughs> Yo, all right, all right, wait, wait. One thing, one thing about Jeff is have you played with him in the game? In which I haven't played with him yet. I All right, yet. I play. I've played against him. Let me tell you about this nose fucker. You could knock him out <laughs> 30, 40 times. That motherfucker, he not kicking out. He I mean, he not getting up. I mean, you not you not gonna pin him. You you could do like I had to do like six finishes. That mother on oh, extra hard, bro. <laughs> Yo, look, he wanted the players that like you could hit him and then he, like he's knocked out. He's sauce off of one hit, mm-hmm. but he ain't. You not pinning him, bro. <laughs> yeah, he might be out, but he kicking out. Yeah, yeah like you know them strong. You know them people who be like ratings be like seventy, but they are strong seventy. Yeah, I like that. Like, they, they are strong seventy though. <laughs> you like, yeah, already. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? That's Jeff Hardy on the game, B. <laughs> I, I, yo, I'm annoying with uh, I'm really good at button mashing. <laughs> so if you try to pin me on any game, well, the in two K twenty two now. They they use button mashing now in order for you to get out of the pin. Yeah, I'm nasty with it now. Ask Tev. <laughs> Tev was watching me play. Living this year. Nasty, bro. I'm just like, living. Yeah. Crazy. They, they living this year. They do. They they living lovely. I'm over here like that. That look wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, back to the match. Sting he goes back to the ring because he remembers. Oh yeah, we got to win this shit. So he gets back in the ring. Isaiah Cassidy hits him with a chair. He turns around like, excuse me? No cells. Starts whooping his ass. Uh, then they fight him off. They go for gin and juice, but Sting catches him. And he went to the floor. They almost fucked it up, but they they stopped and they held. And it was like, let's get this right. And then they stood up and then Matt came in. They hit the double finish and then they got the win. And yeah, baby faces that win. double finish. Sting fucked up though in that double finish. yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely I don't, busted I don't, his ass. I don't think Sting fucked up. I just think Sting's old. Yeah, Sting's true, old. Like, true. and he's he's catching a dude that's flipping down on him. Yeah, yeah. He yeah I don't. His ass. I don't. He think... tried to get up for like an hour though. That shit was. Yeah. I don't put think... him down and I pick think... him back up. <laughs> Yo, I think it was still fire for Sting to even yeah, attempt yeah. the shit he yeah. half the shit he does now, man. Like, let's be honest, man. Like, and th- and then the fact that like I look at it like yo between him and. Sting and Jeff Hardy, they really putting over these young guys, regardless of the situation. Yeah. 
Um, cause they really could be fighting against each other, but they got these, you know what I mean? I've said it before, like this is sting. You don't have to do shit. You come out, get his pop, make his money, and move on. Like mm-hmm. every week, simple clockwork, nothing. And he's out here jumping off the stage, doing yeah. table bumps, doing everything. Like you don't got yeah. none of this but shit. He's but a you legend. Heard, you heard about like what he was talking about when he when he came to AEW. He was saying like, yeah, he was one of those guys that when he started off, he didn't know how to wrestle. He wasn't. He himself right says back. that he wasn't that good. It's all good. He himself said that he wasn't that good, right? So, I mean, at this point, I feel like he's just trying to tick all the boxes now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and even in terms of that, like, for, for you know, for Sting to take it upon himself personally to be like, yeah, I want to I wanna come in here. I want to do all these things. And for him to actually do it at fucking 60 years old, that's incredible. Yep. Yeah. Sting, Sting is the man. I, I appreciate what he does, and I, and I see that he is ticking all his boxes now. At this point, he's just <laughs> doing all this shit. Yeah, he's gotten to that point in his career that like Shaq got to, that Snoop got to, that all these guys we were talking about got to, and he's just having fun doing everything now. He just wants to do everything because that's it. His prime time to him is over, so now he's just having fun, and I'm cool with that. Yeah. So with that, now we got Tony. He's with FTR. Cash, he's like, Dax, my best friend, my partner, he went out and wrestled from the heart. And then you got these ass boys. (laughs) (laughs) Because their father has some respect that they get grandfathered in. They don't work like that. Dax says, I know a lot of the fans don't like us because we've done some nasty things, but none of the fans would ever call us spoiled brats like you ass boys. Maybe salty WWE fans would, but I digress. He says... Billy Sons, I'm not even gonna call you ass boys. I'm gonna call you Billy Sons. We'll yeah. see you next week. I like the way he Fire. did it. Though. He 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 was like call to at Billy Sons. The way he yeah. did it, like we're gonna start calling you. And then he almost said by their real names. And he goes, yeah. Billy Sons. And I was like, I love that shit. I love yeah. that. <laughs> that's some real work right there. Yeah, definitely fine. They're good promos. But, I feel like they're, but they're not. Promos. But they're not. Honestly, they're not the hills in this situation. No, they're no, not. Not at all. Nah. No. Yeah. They're definitely the baby faces. Yeah. But next week they're gonna be the heels if you listen to what MJF said later. Yeah, that that we're gonna get to that because that was yeah, just- yeah, yeah. That's that's what's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh but now we got Brian Danielson and John Moxley versus the varsity blondes. Regal is gonna keep calling Excalibur man with the mask. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Regal. <laughs> Regal never call you by your name. <laughs> if your name Doesn't is Umaga, your name is Umanga. <laughs> Who is this guy? He wasn't in WWE with me. <laughs> Who is this? Bitch? This is not Michael Cole. <laughs> but he calls everybody something funny, like since day one. Since yeah. day one. Facts. Like I'm trying to think of all the people that he because he fucked up everybody's name at least once. You Ma- Umaga's Umaga. the one that always gets me. Yeah, you manga. That's the one Triple that I will always remember. Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was a lot of people that he used to fuck up their name. Yeah, he, yeah. That was his, that was his deal. Yeah. Uh, Jr. asked Regal. He's like, "How do you control John Moxley in there?" And Regal's like, "I can't control him. That's why I like him." <laughs> He's like, <"Control> him. <laughs> Yo, what kind of that though? Yeah. Huh? What kind of answer is that? He's right, though. I feel the same way. I love John Moxley because that motherfucker's crazy. I'm just saying, that's like, 
That's like you having a crazy friend. It's like somebody like, control your crazy ass friend. You're like, I can't control him. That's why he's my friend. Yeah. Let him rock. I, it's because <laughs> he's not going to do shit to me because that's my boy. Exactly. Yeah. Y'all in trouble. Exactly. Y'all, <laughs> y'all trouble. fuck y'all. Anybody who look at me sideways, I know that crazy motherfucker going to kick ass. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> that's my people. <laughs> exactly. That's what you, to be honest, that's a smart answer. Because the fact that if there's a motherfucker who's crazy, but he's your man's, you the only one who's not going to feel that crazy motherfucker's rap. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. So we got Julia, J-U-L-I-A. She's out there with the blondes physically. Oh, Mentally, girl. she's somewhere else. Because she just told you on the steps. Mm-hmm. She ain't dead even ahead. watching the match. Yeah, I'm going to tell you what it is. Ahead. So you were here for this. So I'm going to tell you this. Yes. Andrade, not Andrade, um, Malachi. Malachi, that shit that he's spitting is symbiote, bro. <laughs> he's it's the symbiote. <laughs> notice, notice everybody who got that shit got way more intense and way more savage after he spit it on them. Like, look at these two guys. They both got spit with the symbiote. They came out here and fought after they were just like the little fuckboys who came out. Now they fight. And then now Julia Hart. She a little crazy still because she still got that symbiote in her eye. She didn't take off so that now, eye patch. Yet. So now, so now you say they're the fuck boys that fight and lose? Nah, now they now <laughs> they at least fight. You know, feel me? They still savages. They they lost here because look at who they was fighting. <laughs> yeah, they, it doesn't matter who they was fighting. They would have lost. Yeah. Nah, nah. I feel like if you fighting John Moxley and Brian Danielson, you gonna lose. I'm actually scared to see who the fuck who's gonna beat these two. Have they could have been fighting, yo, yo, the varsity blondes could have been fighting ketchup and mustard. <laughs> doubt it, doubt it. Pre, pre-symbiote, maybe, but post-symbiote, post-symbiote yeah, they, nah. they, they yeah. different. It's a they post-symbiote? Different. <laughs> yeah, they, they different now. Yeah. Back then, yeah, now, nah. But Julia uh, Hart got some shit, and I'm telling you, it's yeah, Julia, with her, me, though, is going down. She I'm just saying, start- what, what was her real reason? Was it because of the, the spit? Was, yeah. Like, that's but that happened like, but that happened like weeks and weeks ago, bro. But ever since it happened, she's been wearing the eye patch. Like, yeah, she she mostly she got it trapped in it. She even got on dark, in like it's, she's been behaving different. Like it's mm-hmm. been a consistent thing. So yeah, it's her, changing her. her. It's it's in there. It's, I'm telling yeah. you, it's in there. She's gonna, <laughs> start, in there. <laughs> she gonna walk down the street doing Saturday Night Fever. I'm telling you, she, it's in there. <laughs> it's in there. <laughs> uh, poor Griff Garrison gets beat the fuck up by Brian and Mox as we go to picture in picture. And then Pillman comes in and tries to do a striking exchange with Brian Danielson. And even Excalibur is like, come on, man. That's not what you do. That's not your bag. You can't fight yeah. this man like that. <laughs> uh, come back from the break. More sad Julia that the camera shows her. As Mox just hits a big-ass pile driver on Pillman. I guess near fall. And then Mox and Griff have a strike exchange. And Griff, he cuts him off. They get a near fall off it. But then Brian just sprints in the ring and hits the knee. And then... He grabs one, Mox grabs the other, and they start just beating the fuck out of these dudes. Uh, Brian is doing the Danielson stomps, Mox is doing the elbows, and then they both put on their submissions and they get the win. Uh, I'm telling you, who's gonna beat these two? I don't I'm just know. saying, what about that move? What about that tag team move they did? Like oh, the, the um the, the little heart attack thing they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. was cool. I was like, wow, that was pretty dope. Yeah, the, I like ones- the, the, the drop kick back into the back of the head, clean. Yeah, I think uh, nobody's gonna beat them. Uh, no one. No, no one. No. If you because one one you can't beat them one on one. 
You so you damn sure can. That's a team. That's like <laughs> that's like Kobe and LeBron. Yeah, it's gonna be a scary situation. That's a fact. <laughs> it's like Kobe and LeBron. Let's be let's, let's be honest. It's like Kobe mm-hmm. and LeBron, bro. But the, only guy, the only guy Danielson has lost to is the world champion. <laughs> that's it. That's it, bro. And it took him two matches to do that. <laughs> so yeah. Jordan Pippen all day, bro. Yeah. And then Moxley, and then I look at like Moxley, if he was a lose, it don't matter. It don't mean shit to Moxley. Yeah, yeah he's, he's still gonna beat your ass regardless. Yo, That's it, bro. He tripped. You saw that shit when he was coming out. Oh, Mox. Yeah, he tri- he was throwing the water. He busted his ass because he always fucking going crazy <laughs> when he throwing shit in the crowd. Yeah, he do. Yeah, he do. I be the nigga in the crowd, crying, bro. Look, I be the nigga in the crowd. Like, Give me your water bottle. By the way, did you notice? The two, did you notice the two security guards that were holding people back behind him? Oh yeah. yeah. Those are the same two dudes who hold back. Uh, uh well, I'll talk about it later. Um, Regal he comes into the ring he gives sad Julia a quick little glance because she's still sitting there before entering the ring I like how understated the Julia stuff is like they're they don't they're not hammered and then like hey look at Julia Hart she's fucking turning into a demon they just show her and they move on and they let you the viewer come up with your own interpretation on it yeah like that yeah, they don't. They don't over. They don't do the WWE thing where they tell you a million times. Could she be turning into a demon? I think she's turning into a demon. She's gonna be something very, very evil in a few months. Watch, you'll see. Stop, <laughs> let me, let me guess, and let me come up with the. You ain't gotta say shit all the time. I'm not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I see her. She going. Yeah, through shit. I, I have eyes. I have a brain. It's gonna click. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. Um. But Mox, he gets the mic. He says, I am a lucky, blessed man. I've competed against the best in the world. I've competed with the best in the world. But there's only one man whose opinion I have ever cared about. And that's this man, William Regal. He says, the badge of honor that I have, that I've earned from him, is one that I earned with blood, sweat, and broken bones. He says, you know, and this man, Brian Danielson, he and I, we were forged in combat. He decides to give a message to anyone who wants to stand with us. He says, we ain't giving out free passes. You motherfuckers, Vikings? <laughs> he, talking, he talking some Viking shit. Yeah, he is. Like, you got to reach down deep into your soul and find that place where you love pain. You want to join the Blackpool Combat Club? There's only one way to get in. The hard way. Pause. BBC <laughs> Combat Club? No, no. BCC. Wait, wait, BCC. wait, wait, wait. I BCC. checked it out. It's BCC. BCC. It's Bronx it's Community B- College. <laughs> 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 Blackpool Combat Crew that's BCC they knew what BBC meant and they were like damn I would have called it a BBC because William Regal is British but we can't call it that because it means something else in the internet community so we just gonna call it the BCC and, and that should be fine but then everybody in the Bronx is like I go to BCC what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> word <laughs> that means there is a- how do y'all like the name though how do you feel about the name Better than jazz, <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. They I don't like, like, I, I don't like, the, like the, the tag team names that they become. But they was like, from. "Yo, we need a name." Regal, where yeah. you from? Regal, where you from? He was like, "I'm from Broly Liverpool." He's like, "How about Blackpool?" They Broly that that do Broly good, wouldn't it? Ain't it? Wouldn't it? Broly it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do Blackpool, all right, Sunshine? Yes, Sunshine. Hey, hey, Blackpool. Blackpool, all right? Blackpool. 
Cheerio. That's their word too. They be like, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now we got God damn Jeff. MJF is here. I love Tony's total and utter disdain for this. MJF goes, hates this motherfucker. Cut my music. Tony goes, cut your mouth. <laughs> yep. But no. No, but do you ever under you ever you ever just listen to the commentary when MJF fucking comes out? Yo, they, they hate him. The you gotta apologize, MJF. Yo, here. they be like, yo, he's he's just such a good wrestler, but he disgusts me. Yeah. He's, just, he's despicable. He's just, he's just disgusting <laughs> as a person. Yo, what I mean, Excalibur, they hate that nigga. They they do a great job as making him the dirtiest heel. They most hated heel there is. They do a great job. Shout out to commentary, man. They do a great job, man. Definitely you know do. What I'm saying? And they, they and they feel. Yeah. Because <laughs> like when he comes out and they say they hate him, I feel it. I'm like, I hate him too. I'm like, you right, yeah. JR. I hate him too. Yeah. But they, if you notice, they used to do that shit when we was kids. And I always liked that. Triple H was the Triple H was man. the most evil yeah. man on <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And I love that shit as a kid, which is why I love that they're doing it now with MJF. Because now I'm like, yeah, fuck that guy. Let me get a, a milk carton and throw it at my team. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this guy. <laughs> Boo this man! <laughs> so this man's got the mic. The chairman sits in a chair because he's the chairman. Gucci. Well, was it Burberry chair? Was it a Burberry chair though? It's was, was it a Burberry chair? It's it's Furberry. Furberry. It was a Burberry chair. Everything he do is Furberry. Ain't nothing he wear ever real Burberry. <laughs> Only niggas who wear Burberries is motherfuckers who's going to uh, baby showers. That's it. He is from Long Island, though. <laughs> he is. He is a Long Island boy. Wait, he's from Jersey, Long Island. You, you think it's Long real? You, you think he didn't get that shit in Canal? Oh <laughs> he yeah, he's from, he pulled up into the city. Come he's on, from man. Long Island. He is from Long Island. He pulled up to Canal. He went and got that shit. Or 28th Street. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me about where exactly, bro. Just know I know the spot. <laughs> Y'all niggas Yo, forget. Y'all fake he, 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 had to, he had to go up in one of the buildings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, we they know. Getting, they they getting know. them fake peas, bro. They get... You know, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, but MJF's got the mic. Says, you know, it's a shame, Wardlow, that you couldn't get the job done last week because unlike you, I'm a man of my word. I was going to let you keep that TNT championship. And he says, CM Punk had you beat a revolution, but you cheated. And I don't know when, I don't know where, but there's going to be another match. And when that match happens, I'm going to give you the most embarrassing loss of your career. And even then, it won't be over until I attend your funeral and piss on your grave. Crouch chant for Wardlow, but MJF is like, that man is a greedy pig, and if it wasn't for him, the people wouldn't even know who Wardlow is. Thanks to me, Wardlow, I put a roof over you and your darling mom's head. Says, after all that, you asked me to release He didn't even say mom, he said mama. He shitted on this man. He tried to act like he's a mama's boy. Yeah. So then he says, you know, you signed a deal with the devil, Wardlow. At which point the crowd starts chanting, Jesus? What the hell yeah. is going on here in Texas? Yep. They in Texas, bro. You know how the motherfuckers go. Everything got to be religious. Yeah. <laughs> then MJF, he, 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 for a second, he's like, what the fuck? And then he just goes, oh, yeah, Jesus? 
I'll fucking strap Wardlow to a cross like Jesus. How about that? I'm like, oh, and shit. And I was like, whoa, 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 chill, 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 chill. That's when I was like, no, 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 chill, chill. Nah, nah, nope, don't do that. No. Why they start changing Jesus? Bro, you you yep. already you already Jewish, don't. <laughs> that's what I mean. Why are they chanting Jesus don't. at fucking Jewish MJF? I understand yeah, why he that, went hard like that. That was the last thing they needed to chant. That was the last yeah. thing. He says, "I own you, Wardlow." And then at that point, the big man comes out, but he's got security in front of the ring, so they stop. Boom. Him. The two guys that are actual security, while the rest of them are just guys with t-shirt that says staff. Yeah. Two guys that are actual security are the two dudes who were behind John Moxley the entire time. So they got two of the actual security guards to do this, which is that's love. Because now, now I know if, if I'm ever secu- um, doing security at one of these shows, they might be like, "Yo, big, you want to be on TV?" I'm gonna be like, "Fuck yeah, nigga, shit." Uh, you gonna bump for ten tonight? <laughs> I'm with it. I'm, and I wouldn't, nigga. I'm bumping for ten. I'm gonna be on TV. I'm gonna tell my mama, "Look, ma." <laughs> Um, but yeah, Warlow comes down, security gets him, and MJF is like, You still work for me, and I don't want you around here anymore. Mm. I'm gonna continue to pay you though, I'm gonna pay you to stay home forever. Boy, so people forget you even exist, mm. and you're gonna end exactly how you started a nobody. Damn, Vince. Oh, the only thing, the only thing MJF was missing was a bow tie, a white suit. And the word boy. Yeah. Man. Mm. <laughs> especially toward the end of this, he had those vibes <laughs> with the I own you shit. Yeah. Yo, yeah, when, that he, said, shit got when me. he said mm. I own you, I was like, boy. That shit That's hit a like nerve, bro. That shit. Yeah. I don't know, bro. Every time Ed, MJF cuts a promo, I get so mad at like I want to fight this man, yo. But <laughs> he's doing his job. He's doing it. That's what yeah. he's supposed to do. Yeah. But you yo, one of these days, bro, he gonna he gonna he gonna hit the wrong button on the wrong dude nah. and that motherfucker gonna turn around nah. and I heard MJ listen I heard MJF say in Mexico mm-hmm. in Mexico I can't wait till Donald Trump builds that fucking wall <laughs> he said it in Mexico I would have been so scared to say that you know what would have happened in DR though <laughs> I'm not gonna nah, say you can't that. do that over there <laughs> do that in DR ask Ric Flair what happens when you do shit like that in DR you can't do that over there that's different, different <laughs> times over there you wanna know what happened to him in DR they, he had to leave that belt there just uh, see they was not waiting no for game. him they was waiting for him I mean I mean I'm gonna say I'm gonna be honest the Dominican Republic is the same place they killed the president their own president so they don't give a fuck about no fucking wrestling, nigga. <laughs> you gonna get clipped, bro. Ric Flair literally almost got murdered by a whole bunch of Dominicans, and he had to. He was forced to release the title to Jack Veneno, which is one of those title belts that they don't really claim in 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 uh, yeah. NWA. Him losing that belt for that long, which is now, but MJF is MJF is just a badass hell, though. Yeah, he's. I love it. I love it. I love it, and I hate it at the same time because I want to clip him, but I can't. <laughs> yeah. The pinnacle ain't over. It's just Wardlow that's out. Everybody else is still here. FTR is gonna prove it next week. And, and Tully, they forgot to mention Tully. Well, Tully got fired. No, Tully got fired. So he's out too. Yeah, yeah. Out. Tully got fired. I guess MJF agrees with FTR. All right, you fired him. You fired him. Yeah, that's one thing that I found weird. I'm like, so he not gonna mention that this man just got fired and. 
I mean, he talking about the pinnacle. He was a part. He was, he was the OG of the pinnacle. He's the reason why they started. So I'm trying to figure tell out. Tell me, tell me those matches. Listen, he mm-hmm. was two wrestling matches from walking around with an oxygen tank. Send his ass home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here waiting for him and Arn to pop off. I used to love it. Right, I used to be like, yo, that's the two uncles at the Arn. cookout. <laughs> they kept I was doing saying, that shit. yeah, I was saying, I was like, yo, that's the two uncles at the cookout. <laughs> Nah. Now you gonna say no? I don't want the niggas at my cookout. They gonna fall asleep somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> they they gonna eat too much and just sit in the corner with a beer yeah. in their hand, not gonna do shit. Or them don't know uncles that fall asleep <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Like you said, they old as fuck, but the family keep dragging them out and shit. <laughs> Always. Why y'all bring him? Y'all know he gonna fall asleep. Ma, he That's smell good. like fucking. Yo, he smell I- like mothballs, ma. <laughs> Not just mothballs, mothballs and baby powder and talcum powder, not baby. So powder, why he smell like powder. Vicks vapor rub all the time? <laughs> why he always smell like he's sick, man? Why? <laughs> why Unc got a cold and he ain't got a cold? This motherfucker just smell like everything you use when you got a cold, man. This motherfucker Word. smell like sick or what? What's going on? This <laughs> motherfucker smell like cotton balls. <laughs> wow. We got Tony with the best friends, and Trent is once again pissed off with Wheeler Yuta. He's like, all right, listen, man, I never liked you. <laughs> these guys trained you, and now you repay them by trying to join the Regal Tough Guy Club. But then Yuta has had enough. Yuta's yeah. like, yo, check this out. I never liked you either, Trent. Either. Right? <laughs> I'm not trying to be the best friend I can be. I want to be the best wrestler I can be. And if you either get that or you don't. And he walks away. Now tell me. Now tell I agree remember. with everything you just said, man. Mm-hmm. Same. Now, Tev, you remember last week and, and the week before that, and the week before that, and the week before that. I've been talking about the entire time. Yo, what is Trent's deal with Yuta? He he looks at him like he's a piece of shit, bro. What is his problem? Yeah. Now we know. <laughs> now we know the motherfuckers don't like each other. It is what it is. It is what it is. I'm like, why y'all, why y'all beefing all the time? Why, why you don't do that to my man? I love Yuta. Don't do that to Yuta. I, I wasn't a fan of Yuta until he smacked Regal. I mean, Regal smacked him. I wasn't. I wasn't a big fan. I'm, I'm not saying I didn't like him. I know I'm saying I, I love the best friends. Uh, I just he wasn't. He wasn't those guys. I was on my radar. Put it like that. Yeah. Last but week when, was a breakout for him. Yeah. Yeah. When when Regal smacked him and he fucking, Bowed I was up, like, man. oh okay, I like it. All right, let's see where it goes. I don't mind it. You know what I'm saying? If that's what he has to do to be a breakout star, leave. I just feel like they made the best friends into a circus act. Mm-hmm. Because, like, don't get me wrong. I thought the best friends was fucking dope. When they first came to AEW, they was my favorite tag team between them, Arch Cassidy. But once they added Arch Cassidy, then they added uh, Statlander. Then they added... Mm-hmm. Yuda and and a couple other people back and forth. I was like, it's a little too much. But those guys were the guys that they <laughs> added back and forth. I'm gonna add some context to that. I see that that's one thing. Yeah, New Japan guys. Yeah, those New Japan guys. Rocky, yeah, they were yeah, all right. together in New Japan. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't that's matter. That's why. That's why they did that. So it's yeah, like, so it's like we was already gang over there. So when you come over here, you still gang. You yeah. feel me? It's like if you if you a Cali Crip. And you come to New York, <laughs> you still a crip. You still a crip. Like we, we still got love for you. It's all good, but it's just a different setting. It's different people. You yeah. feel me? 
I understand. Oh, you sideways, cuz. Oh, yeah. All right, fellas. <laughs> I gotta go. Yo, so yo, thank you for your time. Oh, no this problem, been, man. You know we I have love. to do like a full-length situation because well, we gotta get, get into no, yeah. and then we, yeah. we gonna really chop it up. Yeah, us getting yeah. to know each other here has been fun. Yeah. Nah, man, this is fun, man. I, I enjoyed this, man. I really want to get back on with y'all. Um, I'm always available, man. I usually try to be available, man. You know, get both on here, man. What the fuck? You know, <laughs> yeah, his, phone, gotta... his phone right. is broken. His phone is broken right now. A lot everybody's trying to get the good brother right now. His phone, his uh screen is cracked. So right now I've been I've been the one having to hop on everybody's uh podcast gotcha, and do it. Gotcha, like gotcha. usually I'm not the guy that does it. Do it. It's usually the good brother. I stay hidden. Well, don't worry. But, uh, I got, make bro. sure y'all go like, subscribe, and follow to these guys, man. Y'all already know what it is, man. Yeah. Right. And, and subscribe sure and follow Dirty, Dirty Heels, Heels, bro. Hey, yeah, yo, Dirty, Dirty Bands of Club out, man. Yo, already much know. Love. Damn. Adam Cole versus Jay Lethal. Holy Ring of Honor, Batman. Yeah, Excalibur even notes that, you know, when Adam Cole joined Bullet Club, when he joined up with the Young Bucks, Jay Lethal was the guy he betrayed to do it. So, you know, good, good bringing up the history between them. And then you got Jay Lethal in there doing all his black machismo stuff, which just makes me want to see him against Nick Jackson so bad <laughs> so they can have a macho man off. Because Nick Jackson does that shit all the time now. He's just... <laughs> he should have walked around with the mullet and the, and the mustache and all that. Right? He should have just came out looking like a maniac talking about... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's he's another one that he's... It's the same thing in Matt Hardy, bro. He's balding, bro. And it hurts because I'm like, ah, bro. <laughs> Why? Yeah. It makes you feel old by comparison. Yeah. You know, these guys, they get older, man. It happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crowd is hot, though, for both these guys to start. Lethal goes for the triangle drop kick, but he whiffs. Adam Cole goes for the boom, but he eats a drop kick. And some tope suicidas. One tope, two tope. Adam Cole moves and still eats a tope. Because Jay Lethal's like, oh, word, I'm going to just go to that side then. And then for the mid-match cutscene, where Dragon hits the stage. You just see them walk out. AEW's shit really do be mid-match cutscenes for the walk-ins because they just they walk up to the top of the ramp and then they stop and then they just look on like and they start talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is some video game shit, man. What's going yeah. on here? Universe yeah. mode. <laughs> NPC time. <laughs> Hell yeah, NPC shit all day. <laughs> So we come back from break. They're trading pins, but Lethal breaks it up by chaining into the figure four. Cole makes the ropes. The dragon comes down to the ring. He pulls up the apron, and then the dragon tries to interfere off that, but Lethal cuts him off with a big cutter. Goes for the lethal injection, but Cole stuffs it with a super kick. Adam Cole is so good at super kicking dudes out of midair. That's just great. Uh, but then he goes for the Panama Sunrise. Hits it, but Lethal kicks out. So the crowd's going crazy. Cole goes for the boom. Lethal dodges. So then Red Dragon, they hop on the apron and, and they get the distraction. And then Lethal goes for the lethal injection again. But Cole low blows him this time. Then he lowers the boom. Gets the one, two, and three. Cole gets the win. And hey, Somebody hit you up on Discord, by the way. They did. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind protecting Jay Lethal. But if you're going to do that, can you put him on TV a little more? 
That yo, I'm telling you, <laughs> the whole the whole beginning of the show, blessings. Yes. Blessings, bro. This match was a blessing. I had so much fun with this match. Dirty motherfucker literally just punched him in the ding ding. Heel shit. Straight up heel shit. Love it. <laughs> hey, where you go, Kenneth, man? Fucking, this is your point. <laughs> right there to you. <laughs> uh, Cole gets the mic. He says, there's nobody on this planet who deserves the AEW World Championship more than me. Says, Hangman Page stole my victory. And when I pinned Jungle Boy last week, I looked in his eyes and I saw fear. Says, Adam Page is a coward. He's not going to come out to face us three. And Hangman says, bitch, shoot a thought. And he comes right out. You're going to stop acting like Hangman ain't about to smoke. Of all people, mm-hmm. Hangman is about to smoke. He going to whoop your ass. <laughs> he hits the ring. He's looking at these men. He takes his belt off. And they're like, hey, what the hell are you doing with that? He takes his belt off and starts whipping him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then he foolishly dropped it. He dropped the belt. And that's when they started to beat him up. The numbers catch up. Yep. But... Then he's saved by Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. They run off the heels. But Adam Cole now has the AEW World Championship in his possession. Mm-hmm. You know, the commentators are like, that's not his. You need more than just holding the belt to be the champion. But Cole's like, ah, fuck you. I got the belt. This shit mine. That's not legal. <laughs> that's not legal. <laughs> My question is, what the fuck was the Dark Order? Yeah, I wondered that too. Uh, the, I know there's been a little bit of frostiness with them, yeah, but you think they'd come save them. I guess there's that's something to, to discuss, either on Dynamite or BTE, or maybe both. We'll see. But with that, we got a video package for Dustin Rhodes and Lance Archer on Rampage. Dan Lambert is still with Lance for some reason. I don't know. But Dustin is pissed off. He's like, hey, keep my fucking family out your mouth, all right? <laughs> I ain't, you may have beat me before but I ain't like nobody you faced I got back up and Lance is like nah you just like everybody else Dustin and everybody dies <laughs> everybody dies <laughs> oh, that was a fire ass line and everybody, like everybody else dies everybody dies <laughs> but then Dustin fires back with I want to kick your ass Friday because monsters die too Oh, oh. <laughs> Let's go. I'm hyped for this match now. <laughs> nah, it was great, yo. I love that. It's I always that Dustin, man. Dustin, Dustin got spicy, bro. And I feel weird though now that his brother's not here. Like, right? It's so awkward, but it's just like, man, I still fuck with Dustin. My question is, do you think he would go to the back to the E if if he said no? He said he likes a he said he loves AW and you know he's training there. He's training a lot yeah. of the women and all that there. So if I had to guess, I would say Dustin's locked in, but Cody was an EVP, so who knows? I, I, that's as locked in as it gets, I feel yeah, like. that's as locked in as it gets. And mm-hmm. he he's in WWE again. So you can yeah, you, you can never, never know say with this stuff. Never know. Yeah. So we were blessed. We were we were greatly blessed through this first hour of AEW Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for the blessings to end. We got Tony with Sammy Guevara from Ty Conti. Well, I already know about this. This shit got me pissed, but I... 
He asked about Sammy's thoughts post losing the TNT championship. Sammy's like, hey, listen, man, it sucks, but I can't dwell on that. I got to move on, continue to perform for these people while these crowds, when I get in the ring, says, you know, I hear the detractors. I hear the people who say I need to stop this. I'm going to hurt myself. It's going to catch up. But what I say is I don't care if it gets me later on, because right now it's all worth it to entertain you people. So it's about give and take and you people, you give me all I've ever needed until now. And then Ty takes the mic and she's like, we want revenge. So she decides to speak to Paige Van Zandt in her native tongue. And then Sammy's going to do the gimmick where he does the wrong translation. <laughs> but Ty's like, nah, I got it. I got it. She's like, Paige, you're going to get your ass kicked like you did for your whole fighting career. If you're, if you're curious, Paige Van Zandt's career record in MMA is 8 and 5. So, yes. More wins than losses, but a decent amount of losses. Yeah. So She wasn't totally wrong. Yeah. So then Sammy says, there's been enough talk. It's time for the main, main no. event. <laughs> I wish he would have said that. But no, he's, he just wants to fight. Yeah. Uh, and then out comes Dan Lambert with Men of the Year. And this is where it all goes to shit. Not at first. <laughs> at first, he's just like, hey. We got Ethan Page here. That's the only thing Canada's got right in God knows how long. Oh, yeah, good luck. And then he's like, Paige Van Zandt is the biggest free agent signing in AEW history. And unfortunately, she worked in her contract that she does not appear in shit-stained towns like Austin, Texas. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, another good line. Okay. That's still, yeah. And then, and then he's like, like, if you want to see her, you subscribe to her OnlyFans page, and you see why Orange Cassidy keeps his hands in his pockets all the time. And that's where I'm like, <sighs> I'm like, I don't, okay, whatever. Plug, plug, plug your girls only. <laughs> That's when I started feeling it. I was like, he yeah, I, I, at this point, stupid. I felt it coming on. I was like, okay, what else? <laughs> you know it was coming. <laughs> and then he's like, we got Scorpio Sky. This man hasn't lost since Tony Khan hit puberty last year. And I was like, okay. okay. And then he says, then there's you in the ring. Tiny Tim. And Lucha Horus. And I'm like, get the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I was like, get the f yeah, I literally I wanted to throw something at the TV. I really did. Didn't I just say last week, yo, I'm having so much fun with Dan Lambert again. Ever since they Yeah, me too. I'm like, yo, so they got better. Yeah. They got rid of that whole Cody shit. He's not shitting on Brandy. Yeah. And here Stop he goes. Weird -ass fucking degrading with women again. Fuck, man. I thought you were past this shit, bro. No. Get your ass and go the fuck home because he's back with the bullshit. And then he's like, hey, Ethan, Scorpion, you want to fight these guys again? And then they just walk away like, no, we want out of this segment, actually. <laughs> Get us out of here. Yep. And then Dan Lambert's like, oh, well, you can kiss your match goodbye. And he kisses the belt and sets to walk away. But and here's where shit gets funny again. <laughs> and shit, then here's where... Well, I'm glad you thought it was funny. No, you know what I mean by funny. Yeah. Yeah, because then Sammy's like, hey, I know we've been living in your head rent-free, but if you know what we did with that belt, you'll know we live in your mouth too now. And again. Uh, uh, the shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. So you know which way I meant by funny. 
Yeah. Yeah. The 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 hood way of saying funny. Yeah, shit looking funny out here. I don't like yeah. it. <laughs> oh, yeah, for those of you who didn't understand, yeah, that's what I meant. Like yeah. that shit is a little like the rock would say, kunsi kunsa. Kunsi <laughs> and I'm just like didn't we do this with Paige already? <laughs> like, get it. I'm over this shit. This started fine and then went to the absolute worst corner of the Cody verse by the end. Yep. Yep. And, and then that's when I realized it's not Cody. It's Dan Lambert. Get him out of here. <laughs> get him out of wrong. here. The problem was Cody. It was Dan Lambert. <laughs> get him the fuck out of here, bro. This shit was... This promo was damn near as bad as the whole gimmick with Anthony Gogo. Fucking get it. And it's like, Go home. Why can't he just do the good shit, man? Mm-hmm. He has good mm-hmm. shit that he says. Mm-hmm. Just say that. <laughs> Leave this. You can say all the cool wrestling shit in the world and you don't. Right? This dude is a legitimate wrestling fan. He knows what the fuck he's talking about when it comes to pro wrestling. Just let him talk that shit. Also... There's two TNT titles, right? So what if they Which didn't was fuck the in the one that Dan has? What if yeah. it was the one Scorpio's wearing? That's why Maybe. he picked it. That's why he picked it back up the way he picked it back up. You heard what Jim Ross said, right? What? You need to spray that thing with Lysol. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. I don't listen, man. I like Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti as pro wrestlers. I don't need reminders that they that they have sex. That's that's cool. That's fine, but I'm cool with just watching them wrestle. And I don't need a, people degrading the damn belt. Like, then the title doesn't feel as popular. Well, I'm not, like, not going to say that because... To me, that diminishes the belt a bit. Like, what do you... I don't think so just because... <sighs> I know for a fact, for example, Ric Flair was fucking doing lines and hooking up with ring rats... With his belt on in the eighties, I know. Yeah, but that that wasn't commonplace. Like, but they're not know that putting shit. it in pro. Like, yeah, that shit happens. I know that that shit definitely happens. You this think shit, these are the first two to yeah. do shit in their belt? Page yeah. wasn't even the first person to do shit. No, no, belt. but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't yeah. care whatever you do, you do what you do. Yeah. You don't talk that sh- talk about that shit on TV because then it feels yeah, like don't use it. You treating you're treating it like garbage in a sense, bro. You feel me? Like, yeah. it's a toy to you at this point. Like. That makes the title belt feel less important to me. For me, it's just, that's weird, unnecessary, too much information. TMI. That's what it is. For me. That TMI. too, that too, I don't, but at I the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Especially from baby faces. If they were heels, it'd be one thing. But they're baby faces. So, none of that. Like I said, that too. Like, I, I respect it, but... So, nah. yeah, this This was... Like, again, we... If if it would have ended at fucking Scorpio, mm-hmm. he he has a loss. His TK loss went through puberty, and the promo ends right there. Oh hey yeah, that was a okay little promo. They're setting up. A that match. would have been fine. That would have been fine. Yeah. But when nope. he said the Lucha Horus, I was that's another thing too. Like Ty Conti already gets enough shit on the internet with the whore thing. After the whole situation, personal situation that has nothing to do with us. Happened with Sammy and, and his ex uh, fiance. Everybody on the internet is over here calling her such and such names. Why the fuck would you do that shit on live TV? And that's the other thing with it. Like, 
you got all these weirdos on the mm. internet who are obsessed with these two in their relationship. Just, you know, the, the parasocial relationship thing or just people who don't have lives or just uh, fucking focus on everything Sammy and Ty do together. And it's like, I don't care about that, bro. If y'all happy, y'all happy. I, I'm, I'm here to watch wrestling. Yeah. So I don't need... I'm, I'm specifically avoiding this shit on the internet. So for you, I'm not trying to get into the, the physical drama. Either. And you like, bring it to the TV show. Fuck yeah. off! <laughs> I don't. Not, it's not my shit. business. It's not my yeah, business. Not my I don't business. care. Yeah. They're a couple. Cool. Mm-hmm. Good for y'all. I want to watch you wrestle though. Yeah, that's one thing that I, I, I hate nowadays with the whole wrestling thing. Like, it's all over social media. Everything that somebody does, like, I, I don't mind. You know, having the information out there, whatever. You know, like. Some people are gonna find it interesting, whatever this, that, and the third. But I don't. I, I'm not here for all the the bullshit with all the people trying to say this, that, and the third, and g- give their opinions on something that it's not my business, bro. It's really not what they again, do in like, their personal life is their thing. Yeah, and it's one thing if it's just the social media, because then mm-hmm. you know I can just scroll past your post, whatever. Yeah. But when you're doing it on TV, on you're TV, like TV time, like yeah. come on now, man. This could have been fucking anything else <laughs> but this. Yep. And then this is when the show starts kind of like, after this, I feel like the mood of the entire show started to change. This threw the show off. It absolutely did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Layla Hirsch versus Red Velvet with Chris Statlander banned from ringside. And this is when shit starts to get a little weird. Yeah. Anyways, we, we start off with the same shit we usually do when it comes to these two. <laughs> Those two things. It's the final battle of the two things. Uh, Red, Red Velvet does her regular entrance. Every time she and Layla have fought in the past like few months, they fought on the ramp. So why did she do her regular entrance here, you fool? <laughs> Layla took her out, and they, they were fighting outside. Um, but then Red comes back, gets a step up Rana off the steps, which looked pretty cool, the step up Rana. Uh, then Red Velvet standing moonsault in the ring. Layla reverses into a gut red suplex, works her over into the picture-in-picture. We come out of it. Red makes a comeback, goes for a springboard. But Layla counters with the German suplex for a two count. And Red Velvet hits the iconoclasm out of the corner for a near fall. Then goes for the corkscrew kick. But Layla rolls away to the ropes, which fucking JR points out that's Red Velvet's fault because she didn't maintain risk control. Always maintain risk control, kids. Listen to, listen to your, your Uncle Jim Ross. But Layla goes outside. She gets the turnbuckle. Yo, she's going to do her thing with the weapon. But Bryce spots her, but it was an okie doke all along because he takes mm-hmm. it away from her. And then she pulls out another piece from her tights. And then she knocks out Red Velvet with it, covers her, gets the one, two, and three. Layla Hirsch has won. She has won the rivalry. And I guess her theme wins. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. I thought so. I thought this was finished, but now I don't know. Yeah, because after this, mm-hmm. Chris Statlander runs down. Because, you know, mm-hmm. match is over. So I ain't barred from ringside no more. Mm-hmm. And she sends Layla packing. And, you know, again, like they, they continue to talk about, you know, she's wearing less of the, the makeup and different mm-hmm. look. So Chris Statlander is human now. 
And she's out here pissed off. She kind of started going after uh, Red Velvet after that match. And I'm like, so does this keep going? Like, do we still, like, I'm kind of over this feud. Like, I know they're probably transitioning now to Chris Statlander. Yeah. But this means probably that it's going to be a beef against both of them. And I don't kind of like that for baby faces unless they turn in Statlander. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, I mean, because you definitely can't do Layla Hurst versus two fucking women as a heel. Especially not when one of the women was like, yeah, you got fucking adopted. Fuck you. Yep. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This is going to be a weird situation. Yeah, uh, so I guess we'll see what they do with that. Uh, in the meantime, we got Tony with Jade and Smart Mark Sterling. He wants to know who Jade's 30th opponent is going to be, but Jade is more focused on her celebration after she wins that match. She's like, you know, I'm going to need a baddie section. I'm going to need, you know, decorations. I mean, I got so much to do. So you know what? I'm going to work on that. Mark, you deal with this. And Tony, cut the shit. <laughs> cut the malarkey. Tony's like, Tony's like, I ain't say nothing. <laughs> I love that she's making that her, her catchphrase or one of her catchphrases. Cut the shit. Cut the crap. Yeah. <laughs> and now... We got Tony on stage with the new AEW Women's World Champion. Oh, I was going to say before any of that. Um, oh, yeah, go ahead. You know damn well whatever celebration she's going to have, that shit going to go sideways. Yeah, I, I imagine whoever wants to fight her next will run in like, yeah, yeah. fuck this shit. And it's beef. Even, and, and, or either that or she doesn't win. And, she, and the party never happens. And she plans it. And then she goes up to a party and starts popping balloons and getting pissed off. Oh, that'd be crazy. Because then... Throws a whole Stephanie McMahon tantrum. <laughs> I feel like we're already at the point with Jade where the person who beats her goes up. So mm-hmm. who would that be? Ruby Rose. I so. mean, <laughs> Ruby Soho, yeah. Why not call her Ruby Rose? Oh, Batman, Batwoman. Jesus, I'm all fucked up. Anyways. <laughs> uh that that I can see that, Ruby Soho. Destination Ruby 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 Soho. So, yeah, we got Tony on stage with the new women's champion, Thunder Rosa. Rosa. She came out matching her belt. Yeah, looking all cool. But you know what? She probably should have booked. She herself probably should have booked the celebration. Because, mm-hmm. as you know, interviews are not allowed in this company. Nope. So before, uh, What was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah. Did you notice how much better the new women's title looks like on her Minitron versus uh, um, Britt Baker's what? Minitron? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does look very good, yeah. Her her whole gimmick looks so much cooler than fucking Britt. I'm sorry, Britt. You know I love you, but... <laughs> yeah, Britt was great, great, but I mean... Thund- she the one. Thunder Rosa, she the one. Thunder Rosa. Rosa. It kind of makes me wish that they would have held off on showing the belt till she won it. Oh, and then you could do a presentation with it, and yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. Just like they did with Austin. Yeah. My God. You could so, have Tony Khan come out here and, and, well, you know, we've got a new design for you and blah, blah, blah. And then they show it off. Because it matches, like, you remember I told you it matches that, like, Mexican title belt aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. So it would have looked very, you know. Yeah. So Vicky Guerrero comes out. Fourth Thunder Rose could say a goddamn word. 
And she's like, you know, I'll give you a little bit of credit, Thunder Rosa. You you train here early in the gym with us, but you ain't no real Texan. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. <laughs> and when she said it, I'm like, all right, where's this going? And then then she says, you take that fake green card and go back across the water to Mexico. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on in the second hour, bro? Yeah. <laughs> take yeah. me and, back to hour one. Take yeah. me back to CM Punk and Jeff Hardy. And I was upset by it because I'm like, Vicky, you Mexican too, bro. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? What is this? Like, you wouldn't say this shit. Like, you wouldn't. But then again, because I've seen online, yeah. Vicky's a Republican, I guess. So. I guess she would say that. Shit. I guess she would say that. Shit. No. I don't wow. know, man. Uh, wow. But Ew. whatever. Gross. So they do that, and then Rose is going to respond. But then no Nyla beef to Rose anybody who's a Republican. If you're a Republican for your own reason, that's fine. Yeah, I don't care. But or just don't be a dick for this racist shit. Ew. Um. Yeah, uh, Nyla lays out Thunder Rosa. Apparently, this was the builder where Nyla Rose won her first AEW Women's World Championship, which that is pretty cool. Like, and I like Nyla Rose, bro. But first of all, with this, she's starting to feel like the the, the people compared to Lance Archer, but I feel like it's not quite there because yes. She's the one that they put in front of the new champion like they do with Archer. But Archer has gotten some big wins in between those. Like he beat Mox in that death match. He, he, he's gotten his big wins to keep him up there. And I feel like Nyla hasn't gotten those yet. And I feel like Nyla's in danger of not getting those. And mm. she's not beating Thunder Rose, I don't think. Mm. So I feel like it's, a, it's, it's not the best position to put Nyla in right now. And then with this whole, listen, I'm not going to pretend to be offended for Mexican people because I'm not Mm -hmm. Mexican. And God knows I hate when fucking people try to do that for us. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to pretend to be offended for anybody. But I'm going to say that green card shit was was weird. Hey, yeah. As as the as the as the guy who's part Latino. um, Yeah, you you (laughs) bro, that shit ain't funny. That shit is not funny. That was not not it. That was not it. Motherfuckers come here with all the struggle in the world. Because in their country, in their world, in, in, in what they're going through, they're, they're politically stifled. They can't do shit in their country. They're not getting the type of work that they would get out here. That's why they come to America to be treated like equals and live a better life. Not to live a worse life with a motherfucker talking shit about them all the fucking time. Like, it's a stressful situation enough as it is already. When you're trying to make a living, you're just trying to survive, you're just trying to eat, whether it be what it be. You know, I remember a lot of people in my country in, in DR, they fled the country because we had a fucking tyrant of a fucking president and they eventually killed him. But it, it was bad, you know, it was really bad. And shit was the, the economy was trash, there wasn't any work, you know. People were walking around in fucking bare feet and, 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 and fucking straw house, straw roofs and shit. Like, it, it was bad, bro. Really, really bad. And this motherfucker wasn't doing shit to help him politically. So imagine you're going through all this shit and you want to get out of there. You this, you can't live where you're at because they're, they're fucking trying to basically actively kill your ass while living in your own country. So you got to get the fuck out of there. They come here with, and struggle because 
all these people, especially if you get an actual green card to downplay the fact that they got an actual, like, that's a lot of work. My mom is a citizen. You feel me? And she had to learn all our presidents and all that. She had to go to school just like each and every one of us and learn all the political bullshit and learn all. My mom went out there and did all that shit, did her test, and she's a citizen now. But, bro, like, the amount of work that it takes to even get a green card, to even get a visa to come over here. And it's a, then you got to fucking, you got to get a green card. You got to get, you know, your citizenship. You got to do everything once you're here. Not to send you back home. So... No, but I think I, I think a lot of yeah. people who are like anti-immigration don't realize that. Yeah, it's actually not easy to nah. to become an American nah. citizen. It's actually really fucking hard. Yeah, in fact. And, and then they want to shit on the people who actually are illegal immigrants, and they left because their situation is bad. <laughs> so they're yeah. gonna try to come somewhere to get some type of work. And unlike a lot of other countries, you know what I'm saying, where they don't have the financial structure. America fucking does. You feel me? Yeah. So it's like you have the financial structure to be able to succeed in this company, in this country. So why the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't get people trying to shit on anybody who had to immigrate from anywhere because all of us are immigrants, period. Doesn't matter when. It just matters that we got here. You feel me? And at the end of the day, we didn't all come from here. You feel me? Anybody who's white can't say shit about anybody who's who's Spanish or African or uh, from anywhere around the world. You feel me? Because they, you feel me? Like, y'all motherfuckers didn't buy this land, really. Y'all came here and stole it from the Native Americans. So unless you're a Native American, I don't want to hear it. I don't. Yeah, Jed, Jed, this ain't, if you want to get to the core of it, this ain't none of our lands, Native Americans' land, and it was stolen mm-hmm. from them. Mm-hmm. But... And yeah, God knows, God knows how many of them fucking stole it from other native people who lived here. You feel me? So at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? This is just a vicious cycle of everybody trying to claim land. To be honest, ain't none of this shit yours. <laughs> none of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't belong to you. It belongs to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> TK, you might have to rein some of this promo shit in, man. I don't know, man. This shit going, shit going left. Bad. I mean, don't I mean, it, you ain't got a you ain't got script, motherfuckers. But nah, nah. at least you know have 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 have, have Vicky a, and Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti and Dan Lambert all run their shit by you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Make them because make them. to be honest, look at the shit that's going on. Look at it. Like it's it's no good, man. Like we out here. You you don't call the uh, a female a lucha Horus, right? Which is both racist and fucking, it, it's it's that whole whore shaming. It's it's terrible for any female's image. Like which was stupid of him to even say because he plugged mm-hmm. Paige Van Zandt's OnlyFans. Yep. <laughs> what the fuck? Yep. Stupid. Anyways, and and so it's like he's doing that, and then you come over here and you do this whole thing with Thunder Rosa, and it's like, bro, what are you guys doing, man? Like this shit. Last week. I thought we broke a barrier with that. We had the whole Mexican celebration. Nobody was being weird or stupid. It wasn't like the the nineties and 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 the two, early two thousands where that kind of stuff was kind of like chuckled upon. They showed that shit love, and I felt great for Thunder Rosa. And this week they do that shit, and it's like, and even if they ran it by Thunder Rosa, like I'm pretty sure it wasn't to this extent, and, and it's still 
whack, bro. Like it's it's whack. Like you, it's yeah, like, cheap. It's cheap ass heat. Number one, number two, it's bad heat because it's like people are gonna really think these people think this way, and it's 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 no good for anybody. Like you you just you shit on a whole bunch of people in on both promos, not just the wrestler. So it's not just about the wrestling at this point. Now it's personal. And then on top of that, like, it's not even creative. There's no point for this shit. Yeah, you can't can't build any character beats off of that. It's just fucking, you're an illegal. Like, do you want that type of political energy in your crowds at your shows? Nope. I sure <laughs> Because like I was um, talking about clapping MJF earlier, I would have clapped <laughs> <laughs> It looks like there's been enough talk. Now, it's time for the main event. Main event, for real, this time. <laughs> Chris Jericho and Daniel Garcia of the Jazz versus Death. John Silver and Alex Reynolds of the Dark mm-hmm. Order. So I've seen people asking, if Jericho's a heel again, why is he still using Judas? It's because the core characteristic of Chris Jericho in AEW is that he's an egomaniac who wants the mm-hmm. spotlight on himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even when he's a babyface, he's still mm-hmm. that guy. So why would he ever change the theme song that he made that everybody sings along to? Yep. Why would he change that? Right? Matt Bernard. <laughs> Matt Bernard. He, he, he came out here and cut the same fucking promo. Like He did. There ain't no nothing. No Judas. No nothing. Fucking like, Yoshi was asking me if, if he got Tourette's or some shit. <laughs> the, the, every time that they cut a promo, this motherfucker make like 13 facial expressions in less than five seconds. Yeah. The a pro wrestler fuck, guy. man. He's Calm the fuck down, bro. <laughs> Lay off the... Ah. Please. <laughs> Doing that pro wrestler shit, man. <laughs> that, that, I mean, that's, that's, that's 80s and early 90s pro wrestler. That... Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so Maybe shit. it bled into... It bled into the 2000s, too. Yeah, yeah, but nowadays that's not something you really be on all the time on TV because then you look like a fucking weirdo. Yeah, it's a lot more noticeable <laughs> now. So yeah, now now we can tell when you're doing all this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got HD now. <laughs> yeah, like calm the fuck down, lay off the ah. <laughs> <laughs> Put uh, the key down. <laughs> yeah, <it's not. laughs> um. Jericho, he starts the match with John Silver. Tries the big league, Johnny Hungy. Like, oh, look at you, John. You're in there with me now. How about it? And then Johnny Hungy's like, man, get the fuck. And he takes Jericho down. Does the come on, baby, pinfall. Come on, baby. Mm-hmm. You know, he flexes over him. I love that shit. Uh, then Jericho goes packing. And then Silver and Reynolds to the tope brain buster combo. That shit was cool. That shit was badass. And then Jericho's down. He then kicks the steps and then starts selling like he was hit. Mm-hmm. And then Aubrey looks over. She's like, hey, five and ten, get the fuck out. <laughs> They're like, no. And, and, yo, you see, you see, yo, Preston Vance was trying his hardest. Like, he kicked the fuck. You didn't see him he kick the see, He kicked the shit. He kicked the shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll remove my man ten like this, uncalled for. Mm-hmm. You lucky as you, Aubrey. And not and not a fucking dude. He'd have thrown you. Facts. So. Facts. <laughs> uh, we come back from the break. Reynolds is getting worked over. Jericho goes for the lion salt, but he misses. And Silver gets the hot tag, runs down to ringside, takes out the entire Jass 
before hitting Jericho yes. with a big boot <laughs> for a near fall. Mm-hmm. And then Silver and Reynolds get the big combo on Danny Garcia for a near fall. Silver takes everyone out again, but this time he dives at Hager, but Hager catches him, drops him outside, and then Jericho gets Reynolds with the bat with Floyd, and then Daniel Garcia locks in the sharpshooter, deep-ass sharpshooter. Like, he goes all the way back on it, mm-hmm. crank. And Reynolds is forced to tap, and the Jazz, they get Jazz. the win. And, yeah, if Jericho and Garcia were going to beat Silver and Reynolds, who are basically mm-hmm. Dark Order's number one team at this point, then, yeah, that's how they should have done it, by cheating. I'm going to say this right now. I don't really like Daniel Garcia. Oh, no. I don't Why? like him. I don't know. He doesn't. When I hear him talk, I, I get annoyed. <laughs> 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 and when he wrestles, he's trying to be like this. He's trying to do the whole sports. But he's he's a wrestler. <laughs> you feel me? And a he's not really a sports entertainer. Like good wrestler at that. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, just the gimmick and the wrestling don't. It's it's a clash to me. That's what it is. I like my people that their gimmick and their wrestling makes sense cohesively, and then I like them because they they you know they're badass and they're wrestling. On the mic, this kid is fucking garbage, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's so boring. His gimmick, his character, just he just he sounds and looks like a tryhard. You feel me? Like. I don't like guys like that. I really don't. I, well, consider the position he's put in. Yeah. Like, he's been fucking doing, again, pro wrestler. He's been out here fucking mm-hmm. wrestling all the pro wrestlers. Out here fighting yeah. with Brian Danielson, doing all this other shit. And yeah. now Chris Jericho's like, you're a sports entertainer now. So he's, he's acclimating to that. So nah. I get why <laughs> it, it, it's a weird adjustment. It's, it don't it don't work for me. It just doesn't. It does yeah. not work for me. Nice. I expect this guy to be more serious and more because at the same time, all right, you're gonna damn. That's the thing. There's, there's no way it doesn't work for me. The storyline don't work with him. Yeah. Sorry, it is what it is. AEW. This whole jazz thing, I ain't fucking with it. I don't like it. I really don't. If it would have just been 2.0, I feel like I probably would have jived with it a little more. But even then, Matt Bernard is too much of a character to have to, like, kind of, like, play second fiddle to Jericho. Like, if they're not really, at the same time, they're not booking it right. They're not booking it right. I would have had him be, I would have had Jericho just shut the fuck up, have Matt Bernard be the fucking crazy big up guy. He going to big everybody up and then only have Jericho say, like, two things and then call it a day. You feel me? Because yeah, when you but, have two guys doing that, then it just doesn't work for me, bro. It just does. And then you got fucking Daniel Garcia. Then he, Daniel Garcia feel hella lost in the situation. My man's just lost in the sauce because he's he's probably one of the most pro wrestlers. Pro wrestlers, you know. What I'm saying? It, uh, no, yeah. that's the reason I mean, why I feel like when he came out in the in the in actual clothing, yeah, he fit the mark. At that point, because he felt a little more swaggy and a little more. But as a wrestler, this guy comes out with a fucking towel and 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 short, like super short boys. And he's fucking, a wrestler. He's a wrestler. <laughs> exactly. It don't doesn't go, bro. It doesn't go. It really doesn't. You need to be with fucking Regal. <laughs> that's who yeah. That's, that's where the fuck you need to be. That's your squad, Regal. Yeah. Throw Wheeler Utah in the fucking. <laughs> Yeah. Sports well, entertainment squad. You to try it. No, you to you to want to be a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, you to want to be a wrestler too. That's the problem. Yeah. Damn. Uh, 
You didn't want to be in the Jets. <laughs> don't you don't need a fifth motherfucker. You really don't. <laughs> Just have that man go to fucking Blackpool. You could put Lee Moriarty in the Jets, but then you Lee have Moriarty. a breakout because he's way too much of a baby face. True. I don't know. I wouldn't like anybody who's not. I, I I don't like the group to begin with, so it's just it's a lot of shit you gotta fix, bro. For me, I don't like the gimmick. Every week the same, they, they biting off of somebody else so far. I mean, nothing in pro wrestling is really all that original, but I know. But <laughs> this is shit that we saw last week, type shit. And it's like, yeah, Matt Bernard doing the same promo was weird. <laughs> that was fucking weird. them doing. Matt Cardona and and CM Punk and MJF is weird too. Like, <laughs> but I mean the picture. I didn't mind the picture though because that made sense because it was Jericho. You need to appreciate me too, John Silver. Because no, I took it, a picture with you. If if it was if it was like a little deeper in their situation, like they they're established and they're there, cool. But they just starting off, and this is a shitty yeah, start, bro. Like, that's what I mean, though. Is this? You know they're not they're not feuding with those guys. They're gonna move on and do other shit. So you know they're just they're just establishing the act. So I mean I don't know. Maybe no, maybe bad way to weeks, establish it. I'm not fucking with this shit. <laughs> maybe in three weeks they'll they'll switch it up. They'll figure out more of what works and what doesn't and change it up and there will will be. But. Listen, every time I see a jazz situation a jazz. on TV, I'm not offended like Dan Lambert, but I'm over here like. I can't get jiggy with this shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I really fucking can't, bro. Like, it's not. No, 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 no. This first hour was a blessing. Yes, that's dynamite. Uh, that a was good a show, blessing, but an uneven show. Yeah, because the first hour, like you said, fire. Some great matches in in those two openers. Mm-hmm. Good stuff with Regal and Mox and Danielson. Then Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti hit the ring and shit got weird. And then, you know, I like the main event. I thought it was a good match, but I don't think it was enough to completely re-rail the show because the show was derailed by that point. Yeah, yeah. And to be like, honest, I feel like the main event added to it for me because it was just like, why you end with this? Like, this is not... that. In, in that sense, yes, because like... I feel like since you had all that weird ass shit with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, basically the fucking women again. Yeah. But that, since you had all that weird shit, you needed a stronger end. You didn't have as strong an end. Like this was fine as an ending. I'm not, not as an ending. This was fine as a match. But as an ending after all that shit they did in that second hour, probably should have been something else. Tony, if this is what you were going to do, right? And, and you laid this out. I wouldn't have put it in this order at all. I would have ended with the with the Adam Cole stuff, or I would have ended with the Hardy stuff. Oh yeah, end with the Hardys. You feel me? Like those two are matches that are like with the with the with the Adam Cole stuff. I'm saying that because of the fact that it ended up becoming a world title angle. Yeah, you feel yeah. Me? yeah. And then, of course, who doesn't like Jay Lethal at Intermittent event? Fucking hell yeah. Yeah. You feel me? Because that progresses the world title angle, I would have had that on last 
for sense purposes. Yeah. I would have probably had Jeff Hardy be the one that probably starts the first hour to keep people in the the show. And that way we have one big match to bookend the shows. I mean, to basically bookend each side of the show and then that meaty match right in the middle then have all the other matches build around that. Then I would have had those weird-ass fucking segments. Well, I wouldn't have had them. I would have had them say a lot more intelligible shit. (laughs) But at the same time, I would have put those separate parts of the show to kind of like give the 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 matches breathing room. You feel me? But instead, no, he did the opposite and put all the good matches in the beginning in that first hour, and the second hour can go to shit. I'm sorry, but this is the closest that I could ever compare AEW to Raw right now. Because back in the day, well, not even back in the day, when they first started that three hour shit the first two hours cracking that last hour I get what you mean but I feel like AEW has had way more comparable episodes to Raw than this one <laughs> damn but this this to me it was just such a cracking ass open bro like yeah. that first hour to me I was like this is a blessing this is a blessing this is a blessing and Dan Lambert shows up on my TV. Fucking like, crazy. <laughs> this yo, this, this would have been the best Rampage ever. Oh, yeah. Fucking, I would have went crazy. I love that one-hour Rampage for that reason, but this? Nope. So, yeah. Great first hour. Yeah, mm-hmm. second hour. And there you go. That's Dynamite. Y'all know better. Y'all know better than this. Let's, let's... So, I'm not going to say too much because y'all know better than this. Y'all should have had that jazz situation. I would have had it probably in the first hour or in the middle of the second hour. It wouldn't have been something that I would have fucking had main event to show. Yeah, that that I will agree. Uh, I don't mind the jazz as is. Uh, I do agree that you could do a little bit more work with it, but uh, whatever. I'm willing to give them the time and opportunity to do whatever they're going to do with that. But that other shit... That Sammy Guevara, Ty Conti shit. That Thunder Rosa, Vicky Guerrero shit. None of that. Go home. Go home. Anyways, with that being said, we've been the Banter Club or the Dirty Banter Club, if you would like to call it that. Yes. I already meet. I they already meet. I already miss Kofi Weston. Yes. AKA Kenneth Stones. Drive him back one day. I already miss him already. Like this was so much fun because of it. Like I. I always have fun on the show. Uh, with, yeah, that being said, yeah, with that being said, it's been a great show. Um, first hour popping. And Teej, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have you tell these people where to find us. Indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You already know where to find us. Find us on Instagram at RambleMania Show and at Banter Club Podcast. Find us on Twitter at RambleMania. Facebook.com slash RambleMania Show. Also find our group there, Ramble Mania Shows, Banter Club. We and the other podcast wrestlers and everybody we associate with post all our go- goings on. And all that is going down, as far as the audio goes, wherever audio is found, that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, TuneIn, Overcast, everywhere your podcasts are found. Search Ramble Mania Show or Banter Club. Visuals, twist.tv slash Ramble Mania Show. Uh, search up sub on YouTube, Ramble Mania Show or Banter Club. When you get here, like the videos, click subscribe, and click the bell. So that when a new content drops, it goes straight to you. To you. We are on Spotify video as well. 
So if you want to watch us on Spotify, if you want to literally watch us on Spotify, you can do so. We have the video version of the podcast on Spotify. And <laughs> as far as me personally, find me on Instagram at TJ the Great One. That's TJ the GR, the number eight, the number one. And find me on Twitter at TJ the Great. That's TJ the GR, the number eight. It's as simple as that. Well, you, 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 TJ the Great T. Okay. <laughs> I did that so weird this week. I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram at the number six, the letter X, the letter L, that is at 6XL. You can find me on Twitter at SIIIX. Ain't I great? That is at SIIXX. You already you can find us on TikTok at Ramble Mania Show, where we post nice little funny clips of everything you see here. Wow. <laughs> with that being said we, we, we're going to leave these beautiful people out there in the tube you with a little something we could like to call it here. Uh, too sweet too sweet we love you BC aliens and a good fight and a uh, good night black and black 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 black